Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News covering the Radon buff, as well as just talking about boss nerfs and buffs in the game in general, if you think there are some that are needed. We cover variety gaming news on this channel, so make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell button. YouTube is doing some stuff with live streams, so if you missed this one or missed some of my live streams recently, make sure you're checking the channel every day. They're not always putting those live streams right in front of you. They're experimenting with that. Now, I I try to put all the great juicy information right here at the beginning for you and then we obviously get into the discussion so if you were looking for my thoughts on this it'll be right here at the beginning of the video don't forget that to keep your subscriptions and your notifications going also check all the links in the description below if you would like to support the channel directly with sponsorship support or a paid membership this is a reforge update Radon, one of the harder or more challenging optional bosses in Elden Ring, recently got a buff after a pretty contested nerf that took place shortly after the release of the game. If you like these quick Reforge updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads. Now, Radon was one of the bosses that admittedly I was not very fond of. My opinion of him has changed a little bit after full consideration of what they were actually going for in this fight. It is meant to be sort of a stand-apart fight, maybe a little bit gimmicky with all of the summons, but that is intentional. It's meant to give this sense of this huge festival, this battle, this this warrior that requires so many people to fight against him. Obviously, many players of higher skill have managed to beat him by themselves with no summons, some people even managing to beat him without taking a single hit. However, some of his hitboxes, as well as some of his damage output, was seemingly not functioning as it was supposed to. It was pointed out to me that some of the summonable characters were dying from, like, a single hit, and in most of the boss vices in Elden Ring, the summonable characters never die quite that fast. Something was sort of off. So, from software went in and tweaked his hitboxes. Many in the community complained, saying the hitboxes were virtually non-existent now. Well, that was actually one of my frustrations with the fight. It seemed like he could kind of hit you from wherever you went. It could, didn't really matter where you went. Left, right, forward, backward, he was going to get you. Uh, and But they also seemingly unintentionally made him extremely weak. So we pulled this from Games Radar. Beloved Elden Ring boss Radon was buffed in a game's most recent patch and players are thrilled to see the legendary general taking names like the good old days. So what exactly did they do? The official Elden Ring Twitter account announced that Radon was unintentionally nerfed in a previous update and it meant to rein in some of just the crazier hitboxes. That's mainly what they were intending to do. The patch 1.03 has restored the nerfed attacks to their intended damage levels so we should now have the best version of the boss. A hard-hitting behemoth with fair and readable attack range. Okay? Now one of the things that I find strange about some of this with From Software is that they're still sort of staying vague. They're not specifically telling us what exactly they did. More from the Games Radar article says Bandai Namco did not specifically or specify which attacks were affected by these changes, but anecdotal reports from players suggest that they've primarily tweaked Radon's ranged attacks, most notably his Warbow and Gravity Magic. Either way, patch 1.03 has 
has definitely given Radon a power boost, and many Elden Ring fans are over the moon, even if they are once again spitting out their own teeth at the Radon festival so if you like this boss if you think he's really awesome you can let us know what you think in the comments below or obviously i'm going to be discussing this with my stream over on reforge gaming if you like live streams and discussions be sure and head over there but does this make him less famous now right he's he's got this notoriety shortly after people sort of beat godric and margit radon sort of was the biggest and most earliest challenge in the game even though he was optional he felt like a pretty significant hump next to like Melania. Uh, I have my own thoughts about Melania. We might do an endgame boss design discussion another day uh, because some of my dissatisfaction with it, I've now rolled over into New Game Plus, which is basically a victory lap and it's fun, but it's not necessarily hard. So in light of the Radon nerf and then the buff and maybe other bosses who need some nerfs or buffs, let me know what you think. Or if you're in the chat right now, we're about to chop it up. As always over here on Reforge Updates, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see the rest of you right now. What do you make of this? What do you think was this needed? Are there other bosses in the game that they should be looking at or tweaking? Do you think that Radon is still sort of not where he should be? Should he be given a little bit more punch, more oomph? You know, has he completely fallen all the way down uh, down the stairs, as it were? Uh, let's see, Reckless says, From has never really shared minute details about the numbers. It's up to the community to figure these things out. That's my understanding, at least. Yeah, I mean, historically, if that's the way they're going to do it, I guess that's fine. Like, if that's how they want to handle their patch notes, or that's how they want to handle their updates and tweaks. I just always think it's easier just to kind of tell us what in the world is going on and give us the hard numbers. If they've never really been super prone to do that I guess I could understand like sometimes people like to keep things vague by the way guys uh, if you're the morning super faithful and you're always here be sure to hit the like button get us our first 100 likes make sure and switch over to live chat top chats a little bit filtered and you won't see all of the messages also make sure you're checking the channel every day we've had very very regular viewers who are here every day saying they're having trouble finding my live streams youtube is seemingly doing something funny with live stream placement we're here monday through friday in the morning and afternoon and then at 3 p.m eastern we head over to reforge radio and if you are not seeing me live always double check the channel we're not really sure what's going on but we got really really murdered this week and tons of people were coming in and saying, I didn't even know you were live. So double check that you've got like the sub and the bell button. Double check the channel every day because they're seemingly still doing it. Like even today, I expected a little bit of a stronger uh, bump rate at start and we didn't get it. So I still think we're struggling uh, on that. What they, They're updating live stream placement for some reason. I, hopefully it's for good reason, right? Because they're, they're sort of disrupting the sub base. What's good feed? I see you in the chat. Uh, Eugene says, I'm no expert, but don't you think Radon was too easy to begin with? I, I think he should have been buffed uh, from vanilla. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, Eugene. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that's the new genius format for Reforge Radio. Like, just ask some crazy question. Yo, what's good, Hex? 
I think all of the end game bosses need to have their balance looked at, says Dad of Dads. I went from doing okay to not standing a chance after the fire giant. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said that. That's going to be a completely separate video one day. I'm going to outline some of my criticisms and thoughts on the end game. So I don't want to get into that today. I don't want to cannibalize another show because I think we could have a really good show about that. But this specifically with Radon. I want to know if people feel like are there any other bosses that need to be nerfed. I mean, a lot of people have brought up Moog. Some of the bosses honestly feel like you can get into an appropriate like position, just cheese the frick out of them. Like the fire giant was a joke to me. I've had a couple of bosses where people are like, man, you, you had a really easy time with that. That boss kind of glitched out. I mean, have you guys had that experience as well that some of the bosses feel like you can just basically cheese them if you can get in the right angle? Don't you think Radon should be deleted from the game? I'm not an expert. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> yeah, who thinks he should be removed? Uh, let's see. Elden. Let's ask people what they think. Elden Ring, Radon fight. Um, how is it now? Uh, what should they have done? Let's do that. What should they have done? Uh, the nerfs. We're fine. Still needs tweaked, right? Still needs uh, tweaks, and and or l- leave him alone. Like, should they leave him alone? Does he still need tweaks? Like, you know, it, it like where do you where do you feel? Where do you land on this one? Uh, Elden Ring Radon fight. So were the nerfs fine? Like, yeah, totally chop him down to size. Did the, does, does the fight still need to be tweaked, or should they just completely left him alone? Yes, Nick, he is optional. Yes, yes, yes. Glitching out the bosses is basically my play style. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Anderson uploaded a video that criticizes a lot of the way the late game is designed. You may find it interesting. His name is Joseph Anderson. Let me write that down. Is that like literally the name of his channel? Because I, I've had all these people coming in acting like, you know, I'm I'm an apostate or something. And they're like, yeah, you know, you should just accept how the game is designed. My gosh, what is going on with YouTube? Um... <laughs> Leave him alone, just save the horses. Horses are friends, not food. <laughs> uh, can we get 14 more likes? Uh, let's try to get our first 100 likes today. I we I tried to schedule this morning's stream and it didn't even work. Like, it didn't even work. I had to do it a second time. Let me make sure it didn't schedule too, dadgummit. Did it schedule too? Okay, no, it didn't. Yeah, it glitched out on me this morning and was like, try again. And I was like, oh no, here we go. Uh, like a week ago it was doing that and we were having all kind of problems like I couldn't even like I went live and people couldn't even tell um, okay no we didn't we didn't accidentally schedule two streams yeah it was being real funky with for me this morning um, the review got a bit viral oh really okay I wrote it I wrote it down I wrote it down because like the, the, the I want to research that before I like dive deep into that pool because I, I'm I think I'm gonna be you know, I'm going to be critical, right? I'm, I'm going to be critical because there are, there are elements I don't like. So we'll have to save that for another day after I've done uh, ample amount of research. 
Uh, let's see here. Still working my way to that fight, says Greg Brimstone. This is my first Souls game, so I'm struggling a little. That's totally understandable. Lee Still says, Just my own experience from killing General Radon for my friends. Radon only goes aggro with range attacks on the host. I'm freely able to run under Radon and kill him phase one. I have noticed that some of the enemies, they don't know what to do with multiple aggro targets. Like, they legit do not know what to do. They get confused and turned around. Like... I've, I've definitely noticed that. And this is one of the reasons why I think people think summoning is is either something they want to avoid or it feels like it really, really cheapens a lot of the fights. Yo, what's good, Captain Toasty Buns? If you guys are new this morning, hit subscribe. Say good morning in the chat. We always like to meet new people. Make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat. Leave him alone is the reigning vote right now. The Elden Ring Radon fight. What should they have done? Leave him alone. Still needs tweaks or the nerfs were fine. Um... Radon never needed nerf from the start, says Rogue Necro. Now, I had a pretty experienced Souls player leave leave a comment with respect to this Rogue, and he said that he thought and he noticed some of the attacks seemed to be busted, and his, and his evidence of this, now obviously this isn't like concrete, but his evidence for this was there were summonable NPCs that would just insta-die, and sometimes they wouldn't insta-die. It was random. It was almost like he was doing an attack, and it was counting for, like, double-triple or, you know, an obscene amount of damage, and then other times it just wouldn't do it. And he's like, I've, and he basically said, I played the entire game, and anytime you can summon an NPC, they don't die that fast. He said, so he thought that the damage was glitching out and, ha- and, and causing issues. If attacks were hitting multiple times, he needed fixed. Yeah, and so basically, this guy was saying, like, he was sort of observing, because you can really observe the fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can, like, ride around and just kind of watch what Radon is doing. And he said there were times that just, it didn't make any sense. It was like, wait a minute, why did all of the, or some of the NPCs just die from, like, seemingly one attack? And other times, they wouldn't die from one attack. Stay close. 80% of his hits miss if you're close enough. Yeah, you really want to roll against and behind and sort of under his horse. That's like the safest place to be on Radon. They should have answered the complaints by giving Radon a big cookbook to throw at the player. That would have been a big brain move. (laughs) I've beat Radon pre-nerf. Uh, and I'm going to New Game Plus later. Yeah, I mean, on New Game Plus, what you'd probably have to do is almost like let him hit you just to see, because you're going to do so much damage. I mean, I am rolling through. I beat uh, I beat Margit and Godric yesterday, and I mean, I didn't even have to try. It was, I'm just, my damage output is absurd. If you're just tuning in, we're talking the Elden Ring patch the Radon nerf we want to know what you think we know this has been this has been in the game for a couple of days and we didn't cover it until now Uh, we're trying to sort of get back to variety game coverage I don't want to cover Elden Ring every single day that's going to get really one dimensional as a channel so we want to know what you think if things happen in Elden Ring that we think are like really big and really pressing 
we will uh, address that when we feel it's appropriate. If not, you might have to wait for Friday. We typically refer to Friday as From Friday, you know, a day for us to break down the From Software games and to play them. I have rolled over into Elden Ring New Game Plus, and we'll be doing that later. It'll be very quick. We're probably just going to start going and fighting all the bosses. Get your revenge on a bear. Oh my gosh, yes, those freaking bears. Oh. Bobby says, I beat him on my first playthrough last night. It was hard as heck. Took me three hours, but I did it with a level 62 samurai using bleed katana. I could not imagine pre-nerf. Yeah, pre-nerf, I think my biggest gripe with him was twofold. I felt like when I was near him, I was constantly getting hit no matter what I did. It was like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I where I go. And I think some of that was related to his hitboxes. His hitboxes seemed kind of funky. And then the other thing that irritated me was those stupid meteorites. I'd be riding around, getting my hits in, my my buddy, my NPCs are getting their hits in, and then those meteorites would hit me and I would just insta-die. I'm like, come on. Probably the single biggest gripe I have with From Software games like across the board is really big grabs or attacks that just take all or most of your health like I can't stand that it's like oh my word like you make the slightest misstep and then you're 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 either on death's door or you are uh dead that was one of my issues with uh with Melania it was like she had stuff that would basically you had to constantly stay at max health you had to constantly heal so instead of being like oh I'm at half health that's okay I can kind of go in and, and maybe take another couple hits or a hit. No, once she hit you once, it was like, well, well, now I have to heal because if she gets any of these flurries on me or any grabs, she will kill me. So it creates this really weird dynamic, this really weird power dynamic where you have to stay at full health. Now, Radon, you couldn't even recover from the meteorites. Like, they would just literally kill you. And obviously, I'm better at the game now. If I would have been really getting you know slick with it i could have used the iframes you know getting off and on the horse to basically make myself invincible i did that later in the game against one of the really red like the guys that can do the red lightning it's like a tree sentinel with a spike shield and red lightning you know you still crushed him after the buff um is later today members only uh to watch or members only to ask questions we were going to experiment eugene is if we did members only what would it do i just want to see what a little what it'll do now you can hang out in the discord and you'll be able to hear us and submit questions in the discord but if you want to watch on youtube the madam streams will now be members only both here on gaming and on radio The only loophole you can use is you can use the Discord loophole when we're on radio because you can just hang out in the Discord and submit your questions as a member of of gaming, right? But you won't be able to view the video. I want to see what the sub base does. I want to be like, okay, if I start putting out members only content, are you going to are people going to hit the join button? We basically, since January, have have seen a slow decline in members on both channels, and I'm like, we have to add member incentives, or 
this isn't going to work. Like, it's great to see the sub count going up and the turnout, you know, get stronger every day, but I got to give people member incentives. We didn't do that when we first came over here. Like, September to December, I think that made sense. It was an experiment. Can we move the live show? But now we have two shows, two channels, very distinct identities, and it's like, we need to be able to offer member incentives. Uh, we, we are not a traditional YouTuber. I cannot live off of ad revenue. It simply isn't possible. Now, I think next week I might try for one week just to see what happens if I run ads once an hour. Number one, I want to see what that does to the revenue. Is it even freaking worth it? Because it's so disruptive. And I also want to see what it does to the vibe and the viewership. Um, but we wanted to see how people responded to members only. Uh, members only content sounds a little risque I know right by the way if you just tuned in we want to hear what you think about the Elden Ring patch the Radon buff we want to know what you think leave a comment in the chat make sure you're subscribed so you can talk in chat take our poll at the top of the chat most people that have taken the poll this morning are being like leave him alone right leave him alone there's no reason uh, to mess with him right so understandable no qualms yeah If we would have immediately done this when we moved the show, I think it would have made people feel a certain kind of way because it's like, hey, I I kept my membership over here on on radio, which at the time it wasn't called radio, but people that kept their membership on the larger channel would have been like, wait, I don't understand. You're doing member incentives over on gaming. I I don't want to move my membership. But now that we've, you know, we've, we've been doing this for all of September, October, November, December, that's four months, and then all of the first three months of this year, so seven months, so more than half a year of pushing the show over to gaming, I, I think now is a fair time for us to start running member incentives. Um, and over here on gaming, the member incentive will be a once a month, like, community game night on Fridays, but most of the time those Friday nights is going to be me and Madam playing and then one night of the month, one Friday night we'll all play together and we'll let you know what the game is. Uh, we're also looking at doing streams on Thursday if you want my input or response to your, your thoughts or opinions on other gaming uh, topics that we're not talking about because we can't cover everything in the gaming world, right? Distorted says, my take on the Radon thing is he gives a very strong weapon and one of the best armor sets in the game fairly early on in the game. Plus, you get to summon like crazy. He should be hard to fight. This is really good input, and I want to add some personal experience to the equation here, okay? I wore Radon's armor at a medium load, so I was never fat rolling. I wore Radon's armor medium load all the way until the very, very end of the game when I started wearing the veteran armor. That's how good his armor is. His his armor is practically unmatched. It, it, as long as you wear at least one talisman for your carry weight and you spend enough on either strength or endurance, like, I literally wore Radon's armor the entire dadgum game. And his armor is ridiculous. Like, it's practically unmatched. The veteran armor, I had to wear some a beefier talisman because it is pretty heavy. The veteran armor is, I think, the heaviest uh, armor in the game. And so, and Radon's swords are silly, you know? I didn't like them. I got to a point where I didn't like them, right? They chunk and they heavy. They beefy boys. But I didn't like them because I felt like, I felt like they were robbing me of fluidity and damage opportunities because and this is and this is we're going to touch on this so if you've got thoughts on end game boss design and you want to debate me we're going to cover this in another stream but i'm going to give you kind of like a sneak peek 
the reason I put the Radon Swords away is I felt like the end game started turning into extremely agile bosses with teeny tiny damage windows, and it was so difficult to get hits with the Radon Swords consistently. It's like I'm running, I'm running, I jump to doom, and I hit, and I and I hit, and if you miss, that's it. That's it. That's the end of the matter. You're, you're, and you're going to get chunked. Like some of the enemies were so agile. Like I couldn't figure out the recovery windows. It's like, I, I can't figure it out. I'm dodging. I'm dodging. I'm dodging. Okay. This seems like my damage window and I would run and I would jump and I wouldn't be able to recover quick enough to get out of the way of whatever attack they had following up. I had that experience with the, the nasty bird that is super annoying at the uh, the Mountain of the Giants. That was a fight that really irritated me with the Radon Swords. I felt like I was constantly taking damage no matter what I did. Um, there was at least two other fights where I felt as if there just weren't windows. Now, I'm not saying there are not windows. I'm saying that's what it felt like. Like, that's what drove me to put the swords down. I was like, I do not like this, right? The Radon Swords did seem a little slow, even for the weapon class. Right, It's it, it 100% felt like this is not in sync with what's going on. Adam says, rip colossal weapons in the end game. For me, I do the entire game with Radon Swords and Armor. Distorted, what do you do? Because like what Adam is saying is kind of what I felt like. I'm like, there is not a window for colossal weapons in the endgame. It's so dadgum fast. Run, jump, R2 was my strategy for all the slower bosses. Is it ideal? No, but insanely satisfying because hitting the dragon with a big stick. Right, but they look cool. Techno says, have you heard the news about the Ubisoft Ghost Recon Breakpoint NFTs? They act support for the game and the NFTs, and then they told people, you now own part of gaming history. (laughs) This is a perfect example, Techno, of something that I would cover on, like, a Thursday members-only stream. Like, you could submit that question or opinion on it, and I would cover it there. And and let me tell you why. I don't want to cover NFTs on this channel anymore. Every time we've talked about NFTs, we have gotten such bad response. People are just so tired of hearing about them that the minute they see it in the title and the thumbnail, they just do not click. (laughs) They don't click. I'm like, all right. But a members-only stream where you can submit a question about like an off-topic gaming thing and you want my opinion on it, or let's say you have a hot take on it, you're like, they're scam artists. We're, we're thinking about doing that every Thursday, and you could submit those questions, hot takes, or opinions all throughout the week. So if you can't make the stream, um, if you can't make the stream, you would still get my response to it. Does that make sense? Uh, Dual wielding those types of weapons seems really slow. Spartan of Doom says, I agree with that. My dual giant crusher build has got mad DPS, but I can't land a single hit in the end game. Lono, hopefully that's a good sign. I think people now see how brutal NFTs are in gaming. It's a joke. Um, yeah, I mean, but it means we can't cover it. I, I've been extremely critical and we can't cover it. People are like, no, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it. They just don't. They do not click. Lono, I just need to wear very beefy armor, 60 vigor, do my best at dodging, and tank and heal through the rest. I rock two colossal swords and heavy armor. Does Okay, so basically you're, you, you, okay, maybe that's what we're supposed to do. Is that what we're supposed to do? Try two-handing a single one? Yeah, but I mean, the Radon swords are literally built to be... You're you're supposed to do that. When you two-hand the Radon swords, you literally put one in each hand. 
If you use the Radon Sword just one, it's a total waste. It's super slow, and you get way less damage. You, you almost never want to run, run one Radon Sword. So specifically, the Radon Swords is kind of what I was talking about. There could be other Colossals that maybe are slightly better if you use them two-handed instead of dual-wield. You would think that raising your strength would lighten the swings of Colossals. Right? Like, go full strength, and maybe, at the very least, at the very least, Neek, give me quicker recovery. Right? Like, give me quicker recovery. I would go and be like, to doom and I'd hit the ground with the Radon Swords, and I would just sit there. I'm like, move! Because you know the attack's coming. You know it's coming. You got in, you chunked them, and now you want to roll out of the way. It's like, man, oh man, if I go full strength, if I do a strength build, the recovery should be maybe a little bit better, like to make the weapon viable. You have to two-hand Radon swords for them to be viable. They are the equivalent of dual-wielding colossal swords with half the weight requirement. Right, that's what makes them so amazing that's what made them that's what made me use them I'm typically a two minds on weapons or armors is Derek it feels good to have your favorite loadout that actually that always works it's fun to enjoy different looks and attack styles so locking in early kind of sucks oh for sure for sure if you're just tuning in we want to know what you think leave a comment in chat sub to the channel uh Nervy said something what did Nervy say wait no, they didn't. Okay, I, I don't. I, I don't like calling out new subs. I thought they said something. If you sub and talk in chat, I try to give you. I try to give you a response, especially if you're new. And I thought they said something. They didn't. So we want to know what you think of the Radon buff, basically the latest Elden Ring patch. Do me a favor and smash the like button. Let's scream our way to 200 likes. Let's try to have a. Bu- let's try to have a Buster Day. We've had a really weak week. <laughs> a weak week. Two-handing single great swords and ultras was always my thing. You don't get some of the power stance bonuses though, right? I thought 66 didn't become 99 strength with Radon. I'm not actually sure. I don't get on the number crunch side. Lono, the Radon swords do a lot of physical damage, but they also do a chunk of magic damage, which bypasses shields as well as a lot of enemies having low resistance to it. That's why those swords slap. Right, you see the little, like, purple lightning proc when you hit anybody. There's no obvious way to increase melee attack speed. I choose Radon's bow from watching you use them, but I used, but I dual wield great swords. I never used his bow, I don't think. Ah, nobody with a $5 tip through uh, Super Chat. I have Bloodhound step on my regular Ultra Greatsword, so I have movement through my sword's cooldown. So, if you do a jump attack with the... Can you put Bloodhound step on Radon's swords? Is that even possible? I didn't think you could do that with the legendary weapons. His bow is awesome. They do magic damage intrinsically, too. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. You don't even need the weapon art. You just hit them. Uh... Ronald uh, RT Mayday says I saw a video today expressing their discontentment with Elden Ring on how endgame bosses have a ton of spam combos and no real way to attack them accordingly so I'm in good company I told you I wasn't the only one that thought that I was like listen you guys need to understand I'm a pretty whiny player I will completely own that and admit to that I have a propensity to getting whiny and complainy okay 
it's part of what makes me a good video game critic because flaws and mistakes stand out and I criticize them, right? It's There's good and bad that can come from that. The good that comes from it is it makes me a fair critic usually of games is I'm, I'm, I'm going to see flaws and I will point them out regardless of how much I love the game. But it makes me sometimes unpleasant to watch because I'm, you know, I'm whining and complaining a lot, okay? I will 100% own that. But when it comes to these games and I start lobbying those complaints and those and those criticisms, if I continue to do it even when I'm not playing, it's because I genuinely think it. I'm not just in the heat of the moment like irritated. And I'm telling you, we're going to have a whole day about that. That'll be a whole show and debate. I'm telling you, the end game has has some design issues in my opinion and I'm not the only one who thinks this from software fans are literally saying it they're like yeah I don't know man some of this is annoying I love how whiny Lono is it makes for good content but I think subscribers uh, could have a wambulance emote oh that wouldn't work very well because that would just make me more angry especially the boss in Nokrin where it had a wide AOE and automatically kills you if you're caught up in it their opinions are make the endgame bosses very attack heavy or make them less attack heavy but have a mountain of health which is arguably more boring yeah you see no that's not what I want uh, he's just asking questions that's right that's right yeah we gotta save this for another day I wanna, I wanna continue focusing on what we were just talking about Radon swords Radon are there any other bosses that you think are problematic? Do you feel like heavy colossals or, or, or dual wielding heavy colossals is a, is a fool's errand, right? Those fans thought Nameless King was hard. May as well just ban yourself. That's right. That's right. Uh, that would float like car keys. I'm sad great runes don't carry over to New Game Plus, says Ashen. Melania's great rune is amazing for strength builds. I totally agree. Melania and Beast Clergyman both have movesets where a large weapon is legit not manageable. I was absolutely loving Radon Swords. I was loving them. And then all of a sudden, like, it dawned on me that... So I was complaining one day. I was like, I just don't like... I, I, I was like... And I, and I was actually criticizing the game. I was like, I, I don't understand. I was like, where are my damage windows? Where are my damage windows? That was my primary complaint, right? And then I went back and watched the footage and I was like, it's these freaking swords that I'm using. Like, that's why there's no damage windows. I'm lugging car doors around and swinging them at people and my window of opportunity is like literally one attack. Right? Yo, what's good Sichuan? Thoroughly enjoyed the last Reforged Radio discussion. Got to check the notifications. What time zone are you in? And when does it start? Want to try and make it live? We go live at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's the time zone that I'm in. So right now it's about 10 o'clock. So that's what? Like 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, right? So right now it's almost 10. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. So five hours from your time right now is when we typically go live over there. Uh, Melania can be stunned easily uh, by my swords, but Malekith, I have to be careful. My biggest issue with Malekith was when the camera freaked out. It was the same thing that frustrated me with the dragons leading up to Malekith. I was like, I can't tell what the frick's going on. Like, that was the thing. The the big giant dragon that you, like, laid down for, I thoroughly enjoyed because I felt like there was something about it. They zoomed out more or something. I don't know what it was. Maybe this is what it is. Maybe it's like... 
the the pillars or the environments push the camera too close to me and then I feel like oh my gosh I can't tell what the frick's going on like I felt like that against Malekith and Melania but the big giant two-headed dragon maybe it was because the the arena helped things zoom out a bit and so I could see what in the world was happening I do think and I don't know if you guys think this this is a theory that's been floated out there and I actually think it's got some I think it's got some legs no pun intended I think some of these larger fights were intended to allow you to use your mount not all of them but I think some of those big huge fights where the boss keeps going like a mile away from you I think you were intended to use your mount and they just didn't do it it was causing glitches or bugs or problems and so they shut it off because when you fight the deer and you can use your mount, you can tell. You're like, it's a big giant area. There's literally nothing in the way. It's like a dadgum football field, right? And I can just roam around on Torrent. I'm telling you, I feel like that's something that's missing in some of those fights. That's why they don't feel right. You're like, what the frick? You run all the way to the boss and they immediately run away or leave. I'm like, I don't think that's what's supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Think about a dragon fight, okay? Think about a dragon fight. You're typically on your mount for a dragon fight because they cover large areas and they breathe the fire and you gotta be able to get out of the way, okay? And when the dragon lands and you go all the way over there on your mount and you get there fairly quickly, shortly after you get there and land some attacks, they're they're doing something else. They're cycling into the next thing, flying, turning, you know, hitting you, whatever, okay? Now, if you could safely run all the way to the dragon when they do that, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if you ran all the way over there and the dragon got up and flew away as soon as you got there. Why? Well, too much time has passed. Too much time has passed. They're like, what the frick are you doing? Get over here, right? So you're punished in some of these fights for something that isn't your fault. You're like, I, what? I, 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 I literally tried to run to you as fast as the game would allow me, and I got all the way over here, and then you left. There are plenty of Ashes of War you can't put on Colossal Weapons to cover the disadvantage. Right, like, I don't think you can change the Ash of War on Radon Swords, can you? Dimitri says, as someone who mostly plays the game co-op and such, and can't use my mount from any uh, any boss fights, it's not that bad fighting dragons and other mobile bosses without a horse. I'm not saying that it's impossible, I'm saying there's a rhythmic disturbance. It's like, what? why is this happening? Like, if you make me run 80 yards to get to the boss... You're being punished? You're not being punished, you're adapting? I don't know what you mean. Are you talking to me or somebody else? Part of your frustration is not having any ranged DPS. If you have fireballs to throw, you don't have to close the entire gap to the boss. So it's your it, so in your mind Demetrius, it's not that in some of these boss fights they envisioned you using your mount. You're saying no, they envision you using range attack. Those windows are there for casters and range, so Eugene seems to agree with you. You don't have to run the full 80 yards if you have range DPS options. Distorted says, You cannot change the unique Ash of War on Radon's, but I can put almost anything on my dual guts greatswords. If you're just tuning in and you're enjoying the conversation or you want to weigh in on it, we're talking about the Elden Ring patch that led to Radon getting buffed. 
If you haven't hit uh, the like button yet, do so. Let's shoot for 200 likes. If you like my t-shirt, you can use the shirt command. It'll take you right to this He-Man shirt over at 80s Tees. So be sure to check it out over there. And use my code for 30% off. Don't use their discount thing that pops up. Use code LONO at checkout for 30% off at 80stees.com. Why is no one talking about the potential for Elden Ring cart? That's the true beauty of Torrent and the other models already being in the game. <laughs> like a Mario Kart Elden Ring mod? What was, the, what was the game called where you could jump on the enemy's backs and stab them? Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game. If you played a different build, you'd be looking at the boss's moveset differently. Okay, so it, let me let me grant let me grant your premise that let me grant your premise that these fights are intended to give windows of opportunity to more types of players. Okay, so when the boss runs like super far away, they anticipate that being a window of time for the ranged players. Okay, let me grant that premise. Okay, I'll grant you that. That's that's probably a decent pushback on some of what I'm saying, okay? I still don't know if that completely answers the fact that the high agility, the evasiveness, and the spamminess of some of the bosses near the end game, or, or, or a lot of the bosses in the end game, make weapons like Radon swords seemingly, they just feel out of step with the game. It didn't feel like I needed to adapt and play differently. It's like, I'm literally trying every damage window that I can and it feels like I'm just meant to take damage if I use these swords like what distorted said he's like yeah I tank a lot right I got I got my armor I got my I got my vigor and I'm just tanking a lot you're talking about Melania I mean anybody before I even got to Melania I completely ditched the Radon swords I was I was so tired of it I was like I don't get it it just the wind-up, the execution, and the recovery, something's gotta give. What I really think they should look at is recovery. It's not about the wind-up and the actual animation swing. It's the recovery. It's the fact that I cannot move afterward. I am just standing there. Spamming jump attacks is the only viable option late game for the Radon Swords. Yeah, I discovered that when I went up against that freaking Tweety Bird up at the Giant's Mountain. It was like, I just had to jump, 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 break posture. Jump, 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 break posture. That was the only thing I could do. You need to incorporate bleed, frost, jump attack, spam to reliably break stance or cheese with Comet Azure. Obviously makes sense. <laughs> The only thing that allows colossal weapons to thrive late game, says Demetrius, is the ability to continuously stagger poise break the bosses. But when you can't stagger the boss, you're just a big slow target. Right. Right. Like that's like your most viable option is like, yeah, I got to be able to break stance, I got to be able to break their posture, I got to be able to jump at them in the hopes that I can get that that big huge stun crit hit. Right? We need 16 more likes for 200 likes. If you're enjoying the show, make sure and hit the like button. Hit subscribe so you can talk in chat. That way, you can be a part of the conversation. Make sure and vote on the poll at the top of the chat. I'm addicted to the stagger mechanics. Oh, I love them. I absolutely love jumping and hitting the enemy. It feels so good. People kept getting on me about it. They're like, why do you keep jumping with your with your dual katanas? I'm like, because I get, I get the damage. 
I get the animation, I get the swing-swing animation, like an L1, and I'm also hurting their posture. Big rolling flamethrower heads and potboy would be Bowser and Donkey Kong, respectively. Melania and Ranny are basically Peach and Daisy, if you ask me. I'm only half trolling. (laughs) The three main things that break posture for critical attack openings are jump attacks, parry, and guard counter. I miss guard counter. I do. I loved guard counter in the early game. I got that turtle shield, bro, and I was guard countering everything. I I was guard countering everything. Your ability to dodge or learn attack patterns has nothing to do with covering a mild distance in a boss area. Exactly! Exactly! That's what I'm saying! They, it's, it's so much! Right? One or two fights like that, sure. But, like, there's gotta be at least five or six fights like that at the end. Right? Mini Ronnie for Baby Peach. Yeah. If you want to do really good jumping build, just dual-wield twin blades. I, yeah, I've been told that. I've been told that. I really, really like jumping. As an aside, as Brits appreciate greatness, did you hear Returnal won Game of the Year at the BAFTA Game Awards? I did. I really, really did. That's another perfect example of like a question, opinion, or hot take that we could do on a Thursday throwdown like members-only stream because it's off-topic, but I would love to rant about that. Oh my gosh, like how much Returnal got robbed by the Western markets like critics. So uh, that's what that was, guard counter. Yes, love guard counter. That bing pop, oh, I love it. It just feels so good. It feels really, really good. If you're tuning in to hear about the Elden Ring patch, we are discussing Radon getting buffed. In light of that, we're also discussing some of the other bosses, their designs, some of the heavy weapon like frustrations, some of the range frustrations. Elden Ring Hype and Lono's coverage has me wanting to play. I've never been good at From Software games, though. Should someone like me pass or play? You can try it. Just be fair warned. It's going to be tough to get into it because they kick your teeth in pretty early. I wait when I run for like eight seconds and the boss is just like, not today, idiot, and is eight seconds away again. That's exactly what I was talking about. I feel like those are the fights where I should have access to my mount. I'm like, this just feels like a mount fight. What in the frick? Right? Why is Iron Man called Iron Man and not female? (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's a good, that's a good joke. I like that. He usually would mix in rock shard throw within that range. Oh, 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 that guy, you're looking at a video. Radon, Radon, or Radonk. <laughs> Radon is Radonkulous. Uh, Eugene has the most accurate takes right now on boss behavior, uh, the most unbiased observations. What if you're not supposed to chase? Chase. What if you are meant to observe and predict landing points based on the pattern and punish the landing? So okay, okay, let me let me let me let me think through this. So the big giant guy that I hated, right, with his pinchers and his orange balls in his like snake-like body, okay? I'm not supposed to go over there. I'm supposed to anticipate where he goes, okay? I can already hear people in chat saying, "You can't stay far away. You're going to get punished for being at range." That's like a common theme in all From Software games. Not not every fight, but in both Sekiro and in Dark Souls 3 and in Elden Ring, my experience has been if you sit back, 
they will punish you for it. You can't do that. You can't just sit back. This is one of the things that casters complain about is like you get really punished for range. You're just like, golly, can you stop? Can you just quit? Like, they don't want you just sitting back. Now, I'm not saying every fight. Like, casters certainly have viable options. But that would be my concern. I never did it, so I'm not saying that you're wrong. Right? The skull dragonfly? Yeah, whatever the frick that thing is. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying, can we get 200 likes, guys? What's going on, man? Roll it over, chat. Push the like button. We need your likes. <laughs> you, We need your likes. It helps the video. Come on. Uh, orange balls, they should really get those checked out. I don't know about every big one. I want to test what you're saying, Eugene. Like, something I want to do with New Game Plus is I want to go to the bosses that irritated me the most and test out some of what people said, right? Can I just roll around Radon on the ground? Can I? Can I, uh, you know, can I do what you're saying? Can I just sit back in the big arena fights? Because here, here, here's, some of, here's some of my pushback. Virtually all of those bosses... Once they're over in their new area, they do a bunch of attacks, and when they're done, a lot of the times there's this big window to nail them. They're just kind of sitting there, you know, they're almost like refreshing their cycle of like, okay, now what am I going to do? And I feel like you would miss out on damage. I know that the two-headed dragon was doing that. I would like run on a, on a, on a right angle to stay outside of his range attacks. I'd run on this right angle, and then I would cut in, and he would just kind of sit there and let me wail on him, because he was kind of in between... He's like in between cycles. He hasn't quite decided what he wants to do next. Did you see Zuli's video on the inactive hurt boxes during jump animations? Great clarification. Such good content in general. No, I've not seen that. Elden Beast did that all the time. Did what all the time, Ashen? My mage build mains around the wings of Astel Curve Sword and his boss weapon mace, my Star Scourge mage. You don't care about just killing the boss anymore, you care about absolutely destroying them. The beauty after beating these games is learning the fights, for sure. I've seen that vid on the jump hitboxes. The only thing I don't like about jumping is it breaks tracking a lot. Yo, good morning, Dylan. Most bosses have lasers or daggers, mist clouds of poison when you aren't forcing melee. Yes, you get pushed in, says Nellax. Elden Beast forced me to use Bloodhound Step to just cover distance. Yeah, yeah, you felt like you were constantly having to chase him down. And if you didn't, there was huge damage opportunities. The Elden Beast would just chill. He would just chill. When playing co-op, casters absolutely thrive. There's plenty of times when the boss will aggro my caster buddy and I'll pull aggro back from him before the boss even makes it over to him. Oh, the Elden Beast would fly away, do a range attack, and then you'd have to and then you'd have uh, a big damage opportunity. Yeah, that's why I felt like I, I just absolutely trounced the Elden Beast because Tiche took all the aggro and it just let me run over and then they'd have these huge damage windows just sitting there just like okay wham 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 and then they'd fly away or go under the ground or whatever the frick too long didn't watch when you jump the bottom half of your body's hitboxes just turn off for a bit basically everything up to your pits it's how long is it though it's technically not iframes so it's not iframes 
they'll swing through you though for whatever amount of time is that what it is your hitbox is just not on I've always been an MMORPG kind of gal so I don't have an issue as a caster summoning a tank to help keep aggro off of me as much as possible while I tag them from afar do you feel like you always have to summon to split the aggro well not always but like in basically the boss fights do you feel like you have to summon to split aggro or because because of the range challenge if you're tuning in we're discussing the Elden Ring patch that got Radon buffed and we're asking at the top of the chat there's a poll should they have done it or should they have left him alone so cast your vote uh, we also are just talking about weapons and viable strategies in some of these boss fights the duration of the jump however your hands hitboxes stay active um, I put a video day uh, uh, video about that a couple of days ago in member chat about the uh, member chat about the jumping thing so to clarify Eugene says I didn't mean that you should just stay back and watch but when a boss takes off and makes multiple direction changes you should have a pretty good idea of where he's gonna land yeah my issue though is this is this Eugene commonly what would happen is they would go all the way on the other side of the arena and you you feel like you just have to go over there you're like well why would I stay over here number one because they do these crazy laser attacks and stuff and you're just gonna it's hard you know it's hard to kind of consistently dodge them across there and then the other thing is is if you successfully get all the way over there and catch them on the end of something you have a massive damage window because they're basically getting ready to do something else go up in the air teleport across or whatever just some straight up flip it on you immediately yeah some of them you get all the way over there and they immediately leave so maybe if that starts happening maybe that's when we apply what you're saying like well instead of running all the way over there maybe try and just dodge back and forth and see where they're gonna go or maybe run halfway trigger them to leave and then look where they're going and then go over there and now you're in front of their rhythm right I used the wing scythe and mostly melee bosses. Now I use Blasphemous Blade, and I almost exclusively attack with its Ash of War. I feel like it has made me worse at the game. What, like leaning on an Ash of War? That's why I really didn't want to lean heavily on the Bloodhound step, because if you get used to that, and then you switch your build to something that doesn't have the Bloodhound step, you are really, really going to feel it, and I just didn't want to do that. If you guys haven't uh, looked into any of the ways to support the channel directly, you can become a paying member, order coffee, order a shirt or a display, check out the links below or the commands that cycle down here in the corner. Pressing like and subscribe is free. It helps my video. It helps my channel. But there are direct ways to support. And we are getting ready to do member incentives on this channel, Reforge Gaming, as well as Reforge Radio. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to bring the Friday night stream actually back to Reforge Gaming. We did it once over at Reforge First Look. But we like the idea of the Friday night stream with my wife being a members only stream we're doing 16 considering now 17 streams a week and we just want to put a very small amount of that content behind a members thing 
We understand there's people that can't do it, but I also can't do 17 streams a week and offer literally zero member incentive. So we're going to do the same thing on Reforge Radio this afternoon. It'll be a members-only stream Q&A session with my wife about all the topics we covered this week on Reforge Radio. We covered legalizing weed. We covered Leah Thomas. We covered Louis C.K. Uh, and so, uh, and then yesterday we covered Elon Musk getting on the board of Twitter. So we cover a lot of more serious, more cultural topics in that over on Reforge Radio. And we hope you guys enjoy the members-only content or respond to it. Um, it is a new a new shift, but we're going to continue to be here Monday through Friday with a talk show. Don't worry about that. You will still have a Monday through Friday large batch of time during the day that is totally free to consume content. If you're new and just tuning in about the Elden Ring patch, we want to know what you think about the Elden Ring nerfs and buffs. Should they have just left him alone since the beginning of the game launching? Is he okay now? Does he still need tweaks? And this got us into the subject of other bosses. You're seeing people in chat right now talk about other bosses and boss design. Uh, There is no spoon says, even if that works, combos... All you can is sit back and watch because your options and kit is so bad compared to the bosses. You can't hope to interact with them. I feel like that's almost subjectively bad. Uh, Jimmy the Rabbit says, Yeah, but you never have to be without Bloodhound Step. You just have to have a level 1 Bloodhound Step clause as an alternate weapon and swap to Step. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I just don't... I don't know why I'm like that. I don't want to have that so interwoven into my muscle memory that if I don't have it, I'm going to really struggle. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to crutch Bloodhound Steps so much that the minute I don't have it, I'm struggling. Do you know what I'm saying? Your kid is supposed to be bad compared to the bosses. Yeah, I think I agree with Eugene there. I think that's the whole point is you go into a room and you're fighting a god with lightning and swords and a and a tiger and a and a you know a, a, a locust eyeball and what I'm just making stuff up. Like you're supposed to go in the room and they're like, oh hey, by the way, uh, my my uh, my nipples are lions and they're gonna eat you and and summon rain that burns your skin and you're like, I have a sword and a shield. Like that's kind of the point of these games is that you go in the room and it's supposed to be this insane mismatch, David and Goliath, and. And that's the point, right? I I talk about, like... I talk about, in general, the idea of the fight's rhythm or the fight's design not being fun, right? I think a lot of people confuse my critiques as being like, bro, it's supposed to be hard. I'm like, I haven't said anything about it being hard. Some of these bosses I beat my second try, and I'm yawning. I'm yawning. I'm like, this is boring. It's boring. It's not fun. My criticism is about the fun. That's where I hit these things. I'm like, no, this is lame. This isn't good. That's where I attack it. Like, I'm not like, this is too hard. This should be easier. I've I've never once made that the crux of my argument. Ashen says, if you like Bloodhound and jumping attacks, get the Raptor of the Mists, Ash of War. It lets you also phase through chariots. Dude, frick those chariots, man. For real. If you like the chariots in Elden Ring, then we're, we're not... We can't be friends, man. I hate those... <laughs> I hate those chariots. I hate them so much. I hate the chariots more than Melania. I do. I really, really do. I absolutely hate those. Those chariots take me to a dark place, man. They take me to a dark place, bro. 
Choose your new gamer tag, Nipple Lion. There you go. Frick the chariots. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they have great loot, though. I don't care. Chariots tick me off more than the bosses. They do. They do because it's such a time sink. It, it harkens back to like an old school Nintendo game where like you die and you got to rerun the whole level. You're like, oh my gosh, bro. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to break something. Those chariots in the hero's grave shouldn't be in the game. <laughs> I'll take a poison field. I'll take, I'll take blood rot pools over a freaking chariot. I'm, d- I'm dead freaking serious, bro. Make me go through a blood rot dungeon before I go through a freaking chariot dungeon. <laughs> F the chariots. New limited edition coffee flavor. Yeah. No, we would call it like the chariots can burn. I don't know. Tastes like rage and hazelnuts. <laughs> uh Honestly, if you want fun, stacking vigor and never leveling weapons is super fun. I don't know if I want to do that. That sounds horrible. A $10 tip from Insomniac Black. The way the final boss music starts with the pose he is in is pure epicness. The music sounds so triumphant in that moment as if the coming fight is a battle between two legends. Oh, yeah. The music at the end is like, this is it. This is a reckoning for the universe. Like, you're standing on this plane of a battle. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. They did such a good job with it. I didn't like the Elden Beast, but man, did I like that arena. That arena and the music is just absolutely stellar. Boss design is a fun topic. All favorite bosses from older games give an early unbeatable preview and really build up the final victory. The worst bosses in all gaming has got to be fighting game and bosses. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of fighting games, so I can't really comment on that. Like I don't have a, I don't have good input there. You can shackle a lot of the chariots with the items meant for omens. Oh, really? Chariot dungeon with lava. Oh, that's just pain. Yo, what's up, Lono? Love the show. Have you tried the double twin blade bleed build yet? It's destroying bosses right now. No, I've not. Double, but people keep telling me I should switch to double twin blade because I like jumping. Right now, I'm on double katana, and you guys are really selling me. If I run double twin blade, what do you spec into? Strength or dex or both? I don't like splitting. I like having a lot of one stat, but I know, I know, simplifying my build and it's going to be frustrating later. Oh, whatever. Shut up. (laughs) Miyazaki has never forced players to pigeonhole themselves into an encounter by saying, you need this or that to complete the boss or level. Sekiro comes pretty close to doing that because there's really, there's one solution to a lot of those fights, like especially Ishin. Not that you... I get what you're saying. I don't need to go get something or build into something or spec into something to beat Ishin. But Ishin is very much, you gotta do this or you lose. Which is more skill expression than build expression. You'll like the Twin Blades uh, swords more, I think. And they are Dex. Oh, they're Dex. Dex and Arcane. Godskin Peeler and the Pole Blade is what I've been running with. Yeah, one solution to Ishin. Yeah, get effing good. That's right. I'm having trouble beating Ishin. What should I do? Stop sucking. <laughs> Hesitation is defeat. I have good input. Super Akuma in Tekken 7 is the closest I've been to throwing my controller across the room. <laughs> Dex says Ashen, but if you want to do double bleed twin blade, 
arcane. One jumping attack has four hits in it. What did you say? <laughs> I love jump. I love jumping attacks. It, it feels so good to run up to something and just like, boom. You know, I what it is is I feel like I'm getting to do what they do. Jumping attacks commonly lead to like a stun lock, and I take a certain amount of spiritual satisfaction from stun locking the enemy <laughs> because frick you because frick you that's why they stun lock you all the time that's why <laughs> it speaks to my soul when i get to stun lock the enemy i absolutely love it were you guys here were you guys here when i saw su- oh man if you- we got to go back and highlight that when i summoned tiche because those two guys kept stun locking me and then i went out and fought the tree boss and i was like now i'm gonna go get your dad i can't believe i didn't i didn't murder my voice in that whole sequence that i was so angry i was so angry and it felt so good to stun lock them. <laughs> it was so satisfying. And then do claw talisman. Yeah, the jumping talisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dual twin blades are so good. Dad gummit, you guys, we should have done that. We should have done that before we rolled over into part two. I just got some twin blades, didn't I? Didn't I just get some good twin blades? From somebody at the beginning? From that very first guy. Don't you get some twin blades from him? Jumping attacks are amazing in this game. I love them. I absolutely love them. I love pure dex builds because, like, using multiple weapons is my in my kit for different situations, particularly for PvP. Yeah, I think on my new game plus, that's what I want to focus on. I want to focus on having different solutions in my kit and never summoning. I, I, I want to never summon. I need to go in and disable it so I can't do it. Like, switch my switch my thing over, disable TCHA, and just don't even give myself the option to summon. Go right to Renala and respec. We can fight Renala as soon as we boot up today, because I just beat Godric. Twin blades are cool. I'm waiting for some better ones to pop up. Why not use the armor that makes jump attack stronger? I don't even know what armor... I didn't know there was armor that did that. Get your equip load up. Did they really just roll the Dark Souls 3 meta over with Twin Blades? I don't know. It's easy to get the Pole Blade and Godskin Peeler. Both are in the plateau, if I'm not mistaken. Discard the bell, just delete it. Allow yourself variety in your equip. Oh, 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 yeah, increase my equip. Wait, did I just hear you say that you might get another heavy metal? We might get another heavy metal clip? Oh, yeah, we should. We should go back and do a heavy metal clip of me yelling at those guys, right? Oh, how does that feel? How does that feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going for your dad. <laughs> I, I completely lost it. I lost my grip. That, 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 is, a, that is a sequence of insanity. That's a glimpse into insanity there. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the stream, man, we got a nice turnout today. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. Make sure and smash the like button. Let's cruise to 300 likes. All those things are free. The Raptor set chest piece increases jump damage. Really? Don't discard your summon ashes. Just store them at a site of grace. <laughs> Can we all agree the best build is using one of the trumpet bubble weapons uh, with the big head wrap? Oh, yeah. The area in the Halleck tree, I was scared, TBH. Yeah, 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 it was the area in the Halleck tree. Yeah, I completely lost my grip. You were showing, uh, you were showing on my main page today before. Oh, I was? Okay. 
we still had we still had a slow first hour but it, it's better than it's been all week so I don't know maybe we're starting to maybe they're starting to you know push us back into a better position I wish the cut content Melanium Aquila Twin Blade was in the game it's called Abundance and Decay uh, I think and it looks so cool hoping for some DLC with Maquila as the true boss of the game Creature says, confirmed there were more UI changes today on YouTube. Okay. We seem to be having an okay day. Like, this is not what I expected for a From Friday about Radon, but it's better than we've had all week. Um, They rolled out new versions of filters. Okay. I have to farm uh, for the bubble horns. I feel like they'll be, uh, I'll be at that for a while. How long before DLC do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe another month or so and they'll announce. Oh, it's pronounced Mikella, not Mikella. Jay Quellen! Jay Quellen. A.A. Ron. That's how I feel. I feel like that teacher playing Elden Ring, right? A.A. Ron. Melenia. Melenia. <laughs> Raydon. Raydon. <laughs> Can someone make that skit, please? How it feels pronouncing names in Elden Ring. <laughs> and just get the guy from that show, from Jay and Peel, get him to do it. <laughs> and have all the bosses sitting in the room being like, that's not, you know. <laughs> Denise? 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 D-nice! <laughs> that is such a brilliant idea. We need that skit. We need it. <laughs> oh my gosh. My first time in your channel. I'm loving it. Glad I found you. Thank you. <laughs> Radon. <laughs> Radon, bro. <laughs> Go D-Rick. Go D-Rick. D-Rick for short. D-Rick. Uh, my name is Godric. Go D-Rick. Don't you give me no lip. Go D-Rick. <laughs> This is—it's so—it's every every <laughs> Margaret, Margaret. Uh, it's Margaret. <laughs> Don't be giving me no sass, Margaret. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Margie. <laughs> the disrespect is immense. <laughs> oh, your flame <laughs> will be extinguished. Shut your mouth, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Margarita? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Margarita, that's perfect. Oh, golly. Oh, that's that is that is the the mashup we need, dude. Trying to pronounce Elden Ring boss names and the J and Peel teacher skit. I mean, that is that is that's beauty. That is just that is brilliant beauty. I need that in my life. I need that in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh my. <sighs> uh Martin denies it and finds the rumor funny. Oh 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 yeah yeah, the George R R Martin thing. Yeah 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 yeah. All the main bosses start with G R. Yeah yeah yeah. Yep. He denies it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it Key and Peel? Did I say... What did I see? What did I say? P and Keel? 
Did I did I mess it up? It's Key and Peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peel and I forget the other guy's name. Splendiferous. <laughs> the the freaking sports. The sports name. Splendiferous Finch. <laughs> uh, I said Jay and Peel. Oh, I said Jay and Peel. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. Key and Peel. Key and Peel. I said Jay and Peel. <laughs> <laughs> so not intended not an intended joke it wasn't it, well, I wasn't trying to be funny we need like 40 more likes for 300 likes keep the likes going man it's helping it's helping the channel the momentum is there we're, we're, we're getting back up on top maidenless behavior energy are my new favorite things yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really maidenless behavior bro alright so Carluccio uh, says Radon was fine in the vanilla version. He was clearly a raid boss meant to be killed with a bunch of NPCs. Malekith only needs some minor nerfs to his direct damage. Melania nerf the flurry only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my issue with both Melania and Malekith, I actually don't want nerfs. I think the camera is the problem. Yeah, today's from Friday. So from software games are going to get covered on Friday and played on Friday. So for the foreseeable future, you're not going to see a ton of Elden Ring during the week unless there's like literally nothing for us to play or cover. We really want to go back to Double Talk Show. We really want to get back to more variety gaming news coverage. We really, really did a ton of Elden Ring coverage and we loved it, but we've got to relegate it back to Fridays, okay? And then that gives you something to look forward to every week as a From Software fan. Uh, Don't forget, if you're a member or you've ever considered becoming a member to this channel, we will be doing our first ever members-only stream tonight. My wife and I will be playing LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga. It's really fun. My wife's hilarious. She she makes fun of me a lot, and you're going to want to be there. So if you've ever considered being a paying member here, tonight will be the first ever members-only stream. We were also doing our first ever only member stream on Reforge Radio this afternoon. We're experimenting. We want to see what the response is like. Um, We've never really done member incentives on any of our channels. Uh, Which one was Malekith? Yeah, the Pillars dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My issue with Malekith and Melania, I don't want them nerfed. I just want the camera to behave itself. Because I know I can figure out how to dodge her flurries if I could see what the frick was going on. And, and the flippy Sith dog, yeah. If, if the camera would settle down, I feel like I could, I could get in front of his stuff. This is something that I notice in the late game of Elden Ring. They trick you into dodging early. And you feel like you're being, you feel like you're getting ripped off. You're like, what the frick? Like, they do all this like, haha, I'm here. And now I smack you. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what? What was that? Like, that's what Melania and Malekith do. They're like, ha ha! And you're like, oh, I better dodge. And they're like, dummy, smack! It's all this, and uh, the, the, the Elden Beast, the guy, that, the guy you fight before, the Elden Beast, he does the same freaking thing. And it's so frustrating because you're like, bro, bro, I dodged. And they're like, no, no, you dodged too early. You dodged the animation. You didn't dodge the attack. So what they do is, I notice this with Malekith, Melania, and the and the guy you fight before the Elden Beast. Okay, this is what I've noticed: is what they do is they proc an animation that you anticipate damage from, but it does no damage. That does nothing. 
the damage comes after. Yeah, is it Radagon? Is that his name? Yeah, I think it's Radagon. Yeah. If you get accustomed to, and this is why I made light work of, um, who's the guy with the lion on his back? What's his name? I made absolute freaking light work of his first phase because all of his animations, it's like, all you have to do is not jump the gun when he does the slow ones. Like, that's all you have to do, right? Radagon. <laughs> Rada- Radagon. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Radagum. <laughs> yeah, Godfrey Horalu. Yeah, Godfrey Horalu. it was like, as long as I don't dodge early, right? As long as I don't dodge early... Tonight's stream here on radio, it's here. We're bringing back the Friday night gaming stream back to Reforge Gaming. We did it on Reforge First Look one time, and we're not doing that anymore. So if you were always watching me and Hilly do Friday night streams here on gaming, it, we're just we're bringing Friday night back home. It's going to be here. Um, but that was the trick to him. It was like, just watch his axe, right? And you had to time his, his area effect crap on the ground. But I beat him without a summons. He was a great fight. Why? Well, because he doesn't have any of this, like, imagine he swings the axe, and he's like, boom, no damage, and he goes, bing, and he makes it explode. Well, that's what Melania does. That's what um, Malekith does. They proc this crazy animation, and you swear, you're like, I don't understand. I thought I dodged her flurry. No, you didn't you dodged the animation and then the attack came after that was my frustration with Milani and Malekith it's like bro the camera's freaking out this is a precision timed thing I need to be able to wait and I can't freaking see I can't see what's coming that's what I hated about all the dragons you know leading up to uh, the two headed dragon make all the new game plus hard make the all new game plus harder please Oh, I like New Game Plus as a victory lap. It's fun. Not a fan of all the grabs in the second phase. Yeah, Horalu is basically Zangief. Like he just wants to he just wants to freaking suplex you. He's he's a, he's a a former bear wrestler, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's tough. He's super tough. And the only thing I didn't like about his grabs is he got me at least once and I I I took issue with it. I complained. I said, "Man, uh-uh." I was outside of that grab box. That's a common that's a c- common common thing with from software games is their grab boxes are dad gum huge. I mean they are humongous. You'll be like next to them, you know, touching their ribs and their hands are out in front of them and like your character just like teleports into their hands. Uh, it's weird. I didn't know you were online streaming this morning. Got no notification. You might need to toggle notifications off and back on again. YouTube's been updating their UI. Just check every morning. I'm live every morning, and YouTube made some changes this week, and it really hurt. Like, a lot of people just don't know that we're live, so. I love the wrestling commentary for his face, too. Yeah, TJ with the chair. Yeah, TJ out of nowhere. Malekith, you always got hit by his impaled explosion. Yeah, the owner of of Reforge TV has requested that Discord block any messages that 
Uh, explicit. That it did that to me the other day, Sven. I had a screenshot from the cut from the from the Ashes of Creation character creator, and I had to DM it to myself. It wouldn't let me put it. Excuse me. It's my server, and it wouldn't let me put the image. It was just that guy's face from the from the Ashes of Creation character creator that we used. Is the Friday night stream going to be members only? Yes, it is. We are experimenting with some members only content because we're not we're we're just not getting members. We're losing and not gaining and I I can't do seven, 16 to 17 streams a week and we were already in a terrible spot because of everything that happened. Like we were already in a terrible spot and had significant financial loss and we were on a rebuild pattern and we've been doing this format of doing gaming over here and doing stuff over on Reforge Radio. We've been doing that for six months. Now, I know it was split screen and now it's Reforge Radio, but we've been doing that format for six months. And for the last three, we've seen nothing but decline on both channels. And it's like, I can't help but think it's because we're literally offering nothing for membership. So. Um... I agree the grabs can be absurd. I'm not sure why they don't address that, especially considering they've improved uh, they've improved hitboxes. Yeah. Dark Souls 2 is sweaty AF. Yeah, I've heard Dark Souls 2 is the one that like irritates people the most. Happy Friday, Lono, and from Soft People, what's good, old soul? I noticed you haven't swapped the displays behind you this week. Any particular reason? I thought you changed them daily. I got tired of changing them daily, and... Um, we're waiting to order. We're going to put our own logos back there and I'll have I'll, I guess I'll have more to say about that soon. We're we're uh yeah. We're in like a renegotiation phase with them and yeah. So, they're getting minimal effort from me. <laughs> uh, we're in sort of a renegotiation phase. Uh, the fight definitely broke down into a WWE SmackDown. It really did. It really did. Uh, let's see. We need about 30 more likes for 300 likes. If you've been enjoying the show, smash that like button, man. It helps out the video. Helps us get uh, new folks in here and meet new folks. Make sure and hit subscribe if you're new and want to talk in chat. We love hearing from new folks. Take that poll at the top of the chat. We're about an hour in and we're under 500 votes. So people aren't voting probably because they can't because they haven't done the Radon fight. Do you believe Microsoft paid for chip priority to get an advantage to sell more consoles? Uh, I've not heard about this. That's the perfect kind of way out of left field question for a Thursday throwdown. We're considering doing a stream every Thursday, an extra stream that would be members only that you can submit questions and and hot takes and opinions to because I don't like deviating from the main topic or like the main subject that we're on. Did you ever get the whip guy in those assassination missions in Volcano Manor? I don't know. I don't think so. I never got the guy that invaded me at the war at the War Master's shack. I never got him to come back. Um, I didn't vote because I don't play Elden Ring. Okay, Camille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense why why folks aren't voting because I didn't think about it. Like, if you haven't played, you probably don't have an opinion. Coincidentally, Dark Souls Two is by far my favorite. When it comes to From Software games. Bloodborne's the most commonly chose as the best or the favorite, and then like Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 2, and Demon Souls all get picked sort of like interchangeably. And then there's like weirdos 
that pick Sekiro. <laughs> you know what? I think I would pick Sekiro. I love it as much as I hate it, but I would be like, no, it's the best one. <laughs> I haven't played Bloodborne or Dark Souls 1 and 2, so I can't say that. It's not fair. You did fight the whip guy. You just don't remember because you deleted him in two attacks. Oh, yeah, I made him my B. I don't play it either. Yo, what's good, Death? Good to see you. He only appears at night. They only come out at night. The more, there's more than one, there's more of those bell-bearing hunters. Oh, really? I love my life too much to play Elden Ring. (laughs) I didn't vote because I only fought him nerfed. It was easy, uh, but I have no reference. Bloodborne confirmed no PC release. Rumors shot down for good this week. They confirmed that it's not coming to PC. You're not missing much with Dark Souls 1 and 2. Dark Souls 2 is 100% my favorite Dark Souls game. Elden Ring is the best out of the whole series. Yeah, I probably would pick Elden Ring as my favorite. I probably would. I think Elden Ring is 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 their magnum opus. It's just magnificent. As much as I complained near the end game, I was still loving it. I still wanted to jump in every day. I've watched enough to know they're not worth playing. Dark Souls 1 and 2. Yep, not happening. I feel like if you've never played Dark Souls 1 and 2 and you're like me and you're a late adopter, it's going to be so hard to go back. Like, it's just like, I can't go back. Dark Souls 1 is a classic. Don't listen to that nonsense. There's a nostalgia factor people keep uh, keep going back to them for. You don't have that. Yeah, I think late adopters like us are always going to struggle to give a freaking rip about um, about the old ones. Dark Souls 2 had the most viable weapon systems as Ashen. So many builds, the best PvP systems except Soul Memory ruined the whole system. Also, adaptability was not that big of a deal. Anyone that likes Dark Souls 2 will like Elden Ring. They are the same game. All the bad bits of Dark Souls 2 are in Elden Ring. Really? Do you think the open world helps the From Software formula? How so? Oh yes, very much so. I think the open world of Elden Ring so the Elden Ring you know the way that they did the discovery and the exploration think of it this way this is how I want to phrase it From Software loves to do this non-linear discovery that makes things meaningful when you find them when you discover them when you sort of have those breakthroughs And the open world map is quite literally the perfect canvas for that. It's the perfect canvas for their vision of non-linear organic discovery. It's it's an amazing undercurrent in Elden Ring. It's it's fantastic. Yo, good morning, Gritter. Played the Demon Souls remake, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, and Elden Ring. I platinum Demon Souls and Elden Ring. Elden Ring is your favorite? Yeah, same here, Gritter. I've not played as much as you, though. Kind of agree that Elden Ring has Dark Souls 2 energy at times in a bad way. In what ways is it? In what ways? I just bought it again on PS5 to get the platinum trophy. I think the open world is a fail, says Fairyman. You have no idea if you are overleveled or underleveled until you fight a boss and kill him in two hits or he one-shots you with every attack. That's the organic discovery, though, is it not? That's the organic discovery. 
You don't know if you've wandered into a bad area until you start taking swings. You don't know if this dungeon's doable until you start to kind of work your way through it. That's part of the non-linear, non-handholding, organic discovery of a FromSoft game. See, what it is, is it's a fully realized interpretation of their philosophy. It's not fully realized in a game that's passively linear with respect to the power fantasy. Like, you can't be overleveled unless you really commit. Like, if you want to overlevel in Dark Souls 3, you got to really commit to overleveling, and even then, it's going to be difficult because you're just going to run out of you're just going to run out of things to do, and you like, like you can really reroute a lot in the open world in Elden Ring and do more. I don't want to kill bosses in two hits. I'm less bothered by being underleveled. Yeah, but killing bosses in two hits is like the videos of people doing that specifically spec'd for that. That's not common. I don't think you're going to accidentally overlevel to that degree. I think I think you're overstating your position. I understand your position. I think you're overstating your case. I think it's incredibly uncommon. Like, I don't think you're just going to, like, randomly walk around and just enjoy map exploration and be like, oops-a-daisy, I just, too, I just hit Godric twice and he's dead. Like, I don't think so. Now, I was overleveled at Godric and I summoned and I beat him my second time. It didn't show that I was overleveled. What it showed was is that summoning NPCs as well as summoning the Jelly Boy is, is, is really, really strong. It showed that, I think, more than the fact that, like, I was over-leveled. I do wish we could get an open world with a place in its prime, though, or just maybe friendly towns uh, and an upfront narrative with the background clues of what was before or hidden causing the collapse. Oh, I love how awful it all is. I love how awful it all is. If you're just tuning in, maybe you've never been here before. We do a talk show like this Monday through Friday. I am a safe for work broadcaster. Make sure you're subscribed with the bell button pressed if you don't want to miss my shows. YouTube has updated some stuff, so make sure you're checking my channel every day. If I'm not in your recommended feed or something like that, just come to the channel and check. We go live every morning with a talk show. We're moving back to doing double talk show sometimes or gameplay in the afternoons. We also go over to Reforge Radio around 3 p.m. Eastern for more serious discussions about like culture and faith and politics and stuff. This afternoon, my wife will be joining me for a Q&A session on Reforge Radio. That will be a members-only stream. She'll also be joining me this evening for our first ever members-only stream here on Reforge Gaming. So make sure if you're a member, you're here tonight for that. It sounds like Elden Ring is scratching the itch original Zelda games did. That feeling of free exploration, no hand-holding. The difficulty balance is tilted towards BS in this game, in my opinion, with summons, says Adam. First time I ever felt that since Dark Souls 2. Also, Godskin Duo. Yeah, I summoned a Godskin Duo because like people were telling me how terrible it was. And I was like, well, I'll summon. I'll let TJ and the NPC take care of business. It could only happen that way if you miss something. Like you thought you were done with an area and came back later. Yeah, like I don't think you're going to accidentally two-shot Margit, Godric, uh, Melania, or what's her name? The one you can respec at? Mal- Malena, Melina. You're, you're not going to you're not going to two-shot any of those bosses by accident. The non-linear aspect of Fallout New Vegas was also something that I loved fudge scaling plus going into areas under leveled winning and getting amazing loot makes me feel like a bad mule oh yeah 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 oh i'm sorry renala her name is renala 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If you go in, like, I'm not saying that the fights aren't significantly different when you're over leveled. They are. They are. I killed Renala very quickly when I fought her. I killed her my second try. I just stun locked the blank out of her. Like, just absolutely knocked the stuffing out of her. She couldn't do anything. If you guys have never tried out our coffee, let me let me do a little coffee pitch here. I know I, I don't like doing lots of commercials and stuff, but let me do one. Let me do one, all right? If you are not a coffee fan or maybe you drink coffee infrequently, you should try our light roast. This is not a sponsor. This is ours. It's in my house. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. We have a dark roast and we have a light roast, okay? The flavor description of our Rageless Roast original is medium-bodied, honey undertones, smooth finish, and balanced acidity. Balanced acidity is the main reason this coffee is so drinkable. People do it as a cold brew. They drink it straight black. People that like creamer opt out of the creamer. I put a little Italian sweet cream in it. My wife's not even a fan of creamer, and she says this is like perfect with Italian sweet cream. She actually doesn't get coffee from the local coffee shops anymore. She prefers mine. So use the coffee command or go to RageousRoast.com. It supports what we do here. Uh, It's basically a small business that we have running alongside, and uh, we greatly appreciate you guys supporting it. Yo, Ken Pachi doing a gaming membership. That's our first new member of the day. Really hoping that a lot of you that maybe haven't been doing memberships, if you can, we're hoping that some of the new membership incentives and member content uh, gets a lot of you guys uh, p- coming in and jumping in the pool. You cut down on drinking, so I had an extra five. My man! <laughs> <coughs> Against any humanoid mage, stun locking is what they're incredibly weak to. Renala actually took me a few tries. She kept backing up and casting spells, which made it hard for me to get her and do melee attacks. Yeah, I bloodhounded her. Oh my gosh. She didn't. She couldn't do anything absolutely could not do anything um 11 studios are working on rainbow six mobile i mean dude that mobile push is coming dude that mobile push is coming mobile games are huge it is a massive massive market there's money to be made bro uh how close are we to 300 likes we need 20 more likes for 300 likes the crazy thing is is when you hit a boss and complete it in two to three tries and people come in and saying, I spent days uh, on this fight. Well, that was something Eugene was saying yesterday. Maybe, I don't know, maybe this is something that, is, is it, maybe it's something personal for me. Because I feel like Creature's given me a similar speech about being a content creator and, and being 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 good at, at, this, at, at this thing that I do, right? And Eugene kind of said the same thing yesterday, almost like, you're a much better player than you think. Like, quit listening to these people that are like, this boss fight's tilting, it took me two days. So you go in with this predisposition and then immediately get angry and start summoning and inse- instead of trying to learn the boss, right? He's like, stop listening to them. There are players out there that they do struggle and they do hate this fight or they do think it's cheap and they're not very good and that's part of the reason why. Now, I don't think he's saying that universally like every time people say a boss fight is hard or every time people say they struggle with the boss, that doesn't automatically mean they're a bad player. I think his point was you're better than most of them. Stop listening to them, right? Because truth be told, if you watch my Dark Souls 3 playthrough and my Sekiro playthrough and even my Elden Ring playthrough, I'm not spending a lot of time on a boss. I'm not. I, I, you know, I, I'm usually beating them within a, within a, you know, 
a, a handful of tries. Now, obviously, I did that really quickly with some of the bosses by summoning Tiche. Like, Tiche made that very possible on the back end of the game because it was like, this guy, this girl, whoever's annoying me, let me let me summon Tiche, right? Spending two hours on a boss is not as enjoyable as spending 30 minutes then going off and trying some side content. It just depends on what your expectations are, though, right? There are a lot of people that, like, they expect to be at a boss fight for multiple hours. I'm curious on your opinion. Do you think Mimic Tear, uh, the Mimic Tear, or is it Mimic Tear or Tear? It's Tear, isn't it? Mimic Tear summon needs a nerf. Seems really broken to me, making final bosses a joke. I think TJ is stronger from everything I've been told. I think TJ, Black Black Knife TJ or whatever, she's stupid. Like, I can't believe how strong she is. She can single-handedly whittle a boss down to nothing. I mean, TJ literally beat Malekith for me. I I didn't. I dodged long enough to stay alive, and TJ killed Malekith. Mimic was nerfed. Yeah, yeah, Mimic got nerfed. TJ is stupid strong. I bet you TJ gets nerfed next. It's probably going to be the, um... It's probably going to be the health minimization that they nerf on TJ. I never spent a whole day on a Souls boss. In no Souls, I'm no Souls god, but it's usually three tries or less for me. If I die twice in a row, I'll take a break for a few and then go back and smash them. I'm stuck on Malekith. I'm going to try it. How many plus uh, did you have your summon? I summoned after like the second try because I didn't like his uh, I didn't like his agility and his flurries. I couldn't, like, there's something that they do in the end game, and I've been trying to think of a good way to describe it. I feel like a, I I described it as feeling like a tether ball, or like when you're trying to run in a dream and you can't get anywhere, right? I feel like in a fight like Malekith, I'm not actually fighting Malekith. I don't feel... Do you know what I'm saying? I I, I feel like a prop in the room. I can't do what I want to do. I can't get close to him. I can't get away from him. I feel like a tetherball. Or I feel like, you know those paddles with the ball on the string? And it's like, wah, 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 wah. And you just keep smacking the ball and it's just bouncing off the paddle. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm tethered to the boss by this invisible string. And I'm like, I can't get to you guys I can't get away from you it's super annoying this guy's mispronounced every character name in Elden Ring it's not Malekith how do you pronounce it <laughs> Malekith it looks it, it literally looks like the 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 mythological name Ishin and Demon of Hatred are the only bosses I didn't beat within the same session I encountered them. Both were late at night, drunk playing, woke up the next morning and beat them. When the bosses are 50 feet and can turn on a dime and I'm 5'11 and turning in syrup, it just doesn't seem fair. Yeah, it just, like I said, I feel like I'm on a, I feel like I'm on, on this invisible tether... I'm on this invisible tether and I can't get away. I'm like, and then, and then you feel like everything you do is almost in like slow motion. I I don't know. Like I said, I feel like I'm in a dream. I like when you're trying to fight somebody in a dream and you can't quite 
get to where they are. You can't quite land hits on them. You feel like you're fighting, you know, jello. It's it's so odd. I, it's so hard to describe. Uh, you have to remember the mimic is, is is as strong as whatever gear or ashes you have equipped. You can abuse that to some degree. Not supposed to be fair. Well, no, I don't. Of course, it's not supposed to be fair. I don't think he's saying that. I think he's saying that it feels inordinately like lopsided. How do we know how to pronounce the name? People pronounce names differently, even when spelt the same. Well, some of the names are said in the game, right? Some of the, some of the names are said in the game if you listen, and then that's the pronunciation, right? Melania. Mel- I think it's Melania. It's not Melania. I believe it's Melania. That's how she says it. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee a little bit ago. A bag of light roast to somebody named John. Thanks for the content and great conversation. Yo, enjoy that bag of light roast, John. Let's even it out. Two orders minimum. That way I can use both labels when I print the labels. Like, we literally print the shipping labels right here in the house. (laughs) And we end up having to waste labels when we have an odd number of orders. The Mimic... The Mimic Tear was changed in 1.03, says Paul. It feels like you're playing Bloodborne, but your character is Dark Souls. That's literally how it feels. Very fast-paced combat, but you're not fast like Bloodborne. You pronounce my name correctly, uh, and that never happens. So you rename the bosses all you want. What did I call... Dahlia? Is that what I called you? I I don't know how to say the second part. Dahlia Okay, hang on. Dream? It's it just Dahlia Dream? I, I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty certain the beginning is Dahlia. But I don't know the second. Just like how Blythe. Yeah, Blythe <laughs> Dream. Okay, Dahlia Dream. Okay. If you fight Mel- Melania, she'll tell you how her name is pronounced more than you want. <laughs> yeah. I have never known defeat. How many Clovort do you guys think I need to give Tiche to beat Malekith for me? It was RNG, Nathival. It was RNG. Tiche wasn't always hurting him that bad. Just one round, she went crazy. She just went freaking nuts, right? Only members can watch? Yes. Listen, like, I know it's a bummer. I don't have a choice. Like, if you want... We're going to go from 16 free streams a week to 14 free streams a week. And we're going to have three streams, 17 in total. So there'll be three streams that are members only. If you want 14 free streams a week, just that much free content, that much live time, I have to create member incentives. I cannot continue to do this without a healthy revenue funnel. It simply isn't possible. Add up the number of hours I'm sitting on camera. Just add them up in a given week. Then add up all the hours of show prep. Then add up all the hours of, like, thumbnail creation, typing everything up. Add all that up. Like, I, it's not conceivable. I cannot do what I'm doing long term. It is not viable. We made a big shift. We adapted. Last year sucked big time. We were doing nothing but reacting. We've been over here for six months live streaming here on Reforge Gaming and now Reforge Radio is on a pathway that we know will work long term and I have zero member incentives on either channel. I have nothing to motivate people to click join. 
emotes and badges don't work because number one so many people treat me like a radio show well who needs emotes and a badge if you're treating me like a radio show and never talking right why do you care about that I'm just being frank with you like if you tune in and listen every day and you're like I love his show I love his coverage I love his voice his stuff's dope and you never talk in chat what on earth is a badge and an emote going to do for you right it's not a good incentive like I simply have to create some incentives to get healthier funnels of revenue or I can't keep doing this I stream more than like anybody else and the 16 that's just the live shows that's not counting the upload content yeah that's not counting the stuff I record off stream but that has nothing to do with what we do here but it's nothing listen I said it kind of like this the other day in order for me to continue to give out so much free content I need some content that costs money like that's just the facts like I do you see what I'm saying I am not what most youtubers do is they make so much off the ad revenue it doesn't freaking matter they just they just pump out videos or go live I can't do that streaming to an average of like three to four hundred people with thirteen thousand subscribers like that's just not feasible it just isn't possible it, it, it simply isn't it's 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 a literal necessity and I want to approach it in a way that like gives really good value and I don't want people to feel like what a bummer I love your content I'm really gonna be missing out that's such a bummer but like I literally don't have a choice Self-imposed restrictions is not the way to have a challenging game. Any game is challenging with that. Yeah, you can do that in virtually any game for sure. I don't know how you continue to add unique challenges that keep experienced players on their toes. A lot of what From Din with Elden Ring makes sense. Oh, and Wabi, I said that. I said, I was like, you know what? I, I feel like so much of what they did in the end game of Elden Ring is 100% motivated by the fact that like, they've run out of ideas to a certain point it's like like look at raid look at raid design in destiny i I don't like talking destiny but like look at raid design in destiny they ran out of ideas people started going into raids and solving the puzzles and the mechanics and the boss fights like really fast why because everybody kind of knows the playbook the rules the the parameters and when you come into Elden Ring, you, you, you've got Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, you got Bloodborne, you got Sekiro, and you got Demon Souls pulsing through your veins. There's not much they're going to be able to do to trip you up. There just isn't. So, what do they do? They create really, really punishing grabs, flurries, and super hyper agile enemies with AoE. Why? Because they know that's going to trip up people that want to dial in a lot of what they know. Roll to the right, roll to the left, roll into the attack, you know, hug their hip and swing, you know, hug their hip and swing. Two spot from on nobody, thank you. Striker1 says, uh, I'm only on my lunch right now, I listen all day, I really don't get a chance to talk often, so badge and emotes are not the reason I'm a member. Right, Striker1, what I have in mind is... There are people here every day with with a gray name. They're not a member. There's lurkers every day that could literally afford the five bucks a month. It would be nothing to them, but they don't push the button. Why? I'm not giving them a reason to. It's totally fair for someone to be like, bro, I could, I could give you 10 or 15 bucks a month. I could do one of the higher tier memberships. Why would I do it? 
you're not giving me a reason to push the button I think that's a totally fair posture to hold you don't owe me anything right you don't owe me anything that's the way this content flow works it's the way the mechanism and the business of YouTube works is here's content consume it and then you know the ad revenue is supposed to kind of pick up the ball and run with it but when I don't have when I don't have the volume of a big YouTuber I have to I can't I can't live off that I got to get creative and most people that have channels with 10 to 20,000 subscribers have gotten very very good membership funnels by just being very creative with content that you know you got to put behind a little member wall you know I don't expect every person that listens every day to be like this guy's so amazing I'm going to give him money every month I don't expect that I'm not giving anybody a reason to do that most of the people that are doing it are people that do it because they have that that purple platform culture in their mind Love this, let me support. Love this, let me push the button. Love this, I want emotes and a badge. Everybody else on YouTube doesn't think that way. Nathival with a $10 tip. Only way to encourage free content uh, is giving money. Think of it like that. Like, think of the, these channels that we built. It's a car that spits out, that's going to be spitting out 14 free streams a week. 14! You can boot up your day with me at 9 in the morning and hang with me all the way until about 4 to 5 in the, in, in the evening afternoon, okay? Basically, they'll just say 9 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. And that engine's just humming. That engine needs gas, okay? It needs, it needs, it needs revenue to do that. <laughs> it, it does. So, let's think of a reason to get people to push the button, you know? And not over... I don't, I'm not going to cannibalize the channels and make everything members only. That would be stupid. Having issue paying bills. I'd member up. No, 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 no. I, if you can't afford it, that's not... I don't have you in my mind. If you cannot afford a membership, you're over here as like this amazing group of people that I love and appreciate. You show up, you chat, you lurk, you listen, you smash the like button. All of that helps the channel. I don't even consider you in the equation like if you can't afford it. I'm like, well, then I'm not thinking about you. I don't want anybody giving me money if they can't afford it. I know times are tough. The world's crazy and some people just can't rub two nickels together right now because of job, bills, whatever, health issues. You're not in my mind. What's in my mind are people that are like here every day listening, lurking, talking, part of the community and they're like, no, I, I could totally afford it there's no reason to like why 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 would i do it there has to be a value offer and we don't do that right now we didn't do it september to december for a very specific reason because we moved the live stream over here and everybody had to like decide whether or not to move their membership from the bigger channel or keep one in both places and i thought the optics on that would have been pretty crummy Like, hey, we're doing this. Oh, and now we're doing members-only content. Well, we've been over here for six months, and now we have two channels with two very distinct identities. I think it's fair to start doing it now. He literally said there's people who can afford it, no problem, and don't press the button. Yeah, that's what I have in mind. I don't want anybody carrying any sort of shame, embarrassment, or guilt because they can't afford to support and do a membership. I, I I That's not what I want. I don't want somebody who's like barely able to put food on the table giving me money. No, throw me on in the background. Let me get you through your day. You know, your your day sucks, your job sucks, your situation's kind of crappy. Let me make it a little bit better. I don't want I don't want any money from you at all. Like but the people that can, it's only fair for me to expect them to push the button if I'm giving them a reason to. Like 
target of these changes are people who want to be members, but we have not given them a reason. That's right. Lono, I found that I typically only consume your gaming content, but continue to double dip. Should I just do a higher tier for gaming instead of two separate tier ones? You do whatever you want to do, Demetrius. Why don't you hold off? If we can prove this model and it works, we might start doing something for the higher tiers. Like, if it works, right? These special streams, these madam streams, if it works and we're getting the response that we want, well, then we'll consider, okay, what could we do for the higher tiers? Can we scale anything? And then you might think, oh, I'm going to move over here and do a tier two. We, just I would just hold off because we don't even know if we're going to be able to do that. It might not work. We haven't we haven't made a concrete decision about about that because right now doing an extra high tier is literally you just being super awesome and helping to support me. Right? Like I, if people wouldn't have double dipped, if people wouldn't have done higher tiers, we, I don't think we would have been able to do this. We would have closed up shop. I'd have been like, we can't. Right? I I got a family to support. Like you know what I'm saying the number of hours that we put in has to have a return. If there's no return, like it's, it's not a viable, it's not a viable business, right? Like you, you got it. You have to be sensible about these things. You can't just, you know, white knuckle through, through and like, Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. No, like quite literally the, the light stayed on because people double dipped and did higher tiers. Like there, it wouldn't have happened without that. So, um, which is why we just held off. It was like we can't do member incentives right now. We're in we're in this fragile state and there's people that move their memberships, there's people that didn't move their memberships, you know. We're we were in a fragile state as a uh, as a business, you know, and we just had to consider that. We had to consider that in the in the grand scheme of like we we got to hold off on member incentives. I feel we've waited long enough. We've been over here for um, we've been over here for six months and Reforge Radio has fully landed. Yo, thank you, Pit Viper, for renewing your membership. Stop yelling at me. There you go. There's a blue badge for you. Um, you know, w- when we were trying out split screen and it didn't work and we were trying out covering like esports news and streamer drama and didn't quite work, it wouldn't have made sense to have member incentives. But like, um, the Reforge Radio is working. It's doing exactly it's exactly what I want to do. So, pumping out content to see what worked was priority. That's right. And we fully landed on a total brand, a total rebrand. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee, two orders, nice and even, a bag of light roast to Slow Mobius. Thank you Slow Mobius. I hope if you guys are new to buying the coffee, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> So if you want the show to continue, I would think about doing a membership. I don't want to lose my video game radio. I never want it to sound like that. I mean, Creature said that before. He's like, if I want something to keep going, I support it. And there is a certain amount of logic to that, yes. But I also think as a business, you have to have a value add. You have to have a value offer. What was that channel, Kill Cam Cast? Oh, it was Split Screen. And we did Kill... Yeah, we did the... The Kill Cam Shoutcast, I Can Cast Anything, Shoutcasting with Hilly. Yeah. Um, we can confirm that we had been hearing for over a month now the new story in some form would accompany Halo Season 2. However, we wanted to wait for official confirmation in case plans changed or in case our sources were wrong. 
What kind of story? Campaign DLC. Yeah, it looks like Halo is getting something. Still working to confirm and understand, but this isn't just a cutscene. We expect something that ties into the Academy. Again, let's note, uh, this guy works at 343 said new story, so we'll hear more soon. I wouldn't put any eggs in that basket at all right now. Think how PBS subtly guilts you. Supported by viewers like you. Emphasize that plus regular schedule plus user interaction. Those are all huge strengths for Reforge in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we have a very regular and reliable schedule. Very, very highly interactive. Yes, that's that's definitely something that we really pride ourselves on. I can get a couple people to buy your coffee though. Yeah, do it. Do it. It's very good coffee. It's very reasonably priced uh, if you look at the market and compare what other people are charging. Wasn't able to get the office yesterday until the afternoon, so I wasn't able to get my Rageless coffee in the morning. Had to grab some coffee, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the, I'm telling you what it is. It's the balanced acidity. When you get coffee from Starbucks or a local coffee shop, Starbucks coffee's burnt, and a lot of the local coffee shops, it's just going to be. It, it makes other. It makes other coffee taste bitter. Your palate gets accustomed to that balanced acidity, and it's just so smooth that all other coffee feels like it has like a bite and a bitterness to it. Are they getting a second edition cookbook? I used to get this coffee every morning before I jumped on Rageless Roast. Our coffee is not reasonably priced. Lono is giving it a, uh, giving it away for the quality. We've had we've had some coffee snobs tell us we're not charging enough, but I, I don't want to charge any more than we're charging. Gang says, I never really cared about incentive. I just pay because I like the show, but I agree you should start doing incentives and putting up a member barrier. Gotta draw people in. Right. Yeah, this channel keeps me coming back. The only stream I've ever invested one ounce of time in. Well, thank you, uh, Hayden. I appreciate that. I really do. Now, I got a question for anybody right now that's gray named and can afford it. Has the ideas we put out there, are they are they strong enough to get you to consider pushing the join button? So a Friday night stream with my wife, that's members only. We're gonna we're gonna be playing Star Wars tonight, the Lego game, just hanging out, drinking and laughing. That's one thing. Once a month, that Friday night stream will be like a community game night. Playing Halo, Fortnite, or Call of Duty all together. We'll let you know well in advance what the game is every month. We're gonna try to pick free games as well, like Fall Guys and stuff. And then the third thing we would do on this channel is every Thursday, we would do our two normal shows and we would do a third show, right? Like the Thursday third show, right? The Thursday third show would be members only and it would be an opportunity for you to just get your questions in throughout the week. Like, let's say you come in on a Tuesday and you're like, I really want to know what Lono thinks about this NFT thing with the Ghost Recon Flashpoint and Ubisoft, right? I really want to know what he thinks. You could use a command in chat, submit the question, or maybe your opinion on it. Maybe you want me to debate you. If you're a member, you could submit that. It would go into a, like a, a, a question bank, and then on Thursday, there would be like a members-only stream where I have to answer all those questions. That way, we can take off-topic things and shelve them, because sometimes I'm talking, you know, Radon and this Elden Ring patch, and I don't want to get off on those offshoots, but you can make me if you submit it as like a, as like a members, members-only question. Where you release the VOD of the sub-only show would maximize FOMO subscriber incentive. The VOD would be right there on the channel. 
the VOD would be right there on the channel and you'd be like, oh, I can't watch it unless I'm, unless I'm a member. Considering, yes, I see value in conversation. Okay. Tonight we'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern, Nick, my wife and I. Around 8 p.m. We usually schedule it for 8 p.m. And by the time we get down here and get everything set up, it's like 8.15. Um, Anatone says, I'll be honest, no, Lono. Not everybody's going to be convinced. Lono, on a real talk note, part of your apprehension on this topic is probably fear. I think you look at your content catalog objectively, you'll see it as a bargain right now. It's time to shift. I don't, I just, I've never ever liked the idea of making it to where somebody can't watch my content. I've just never, I've never ever liked it. Oh, there's one more thing I was considering doing. So, I have this handy dandy uh, little Shure microphone for my phone. It's like a really, really nice microphone. And I can set this thing here and... Last night, I did a little behind-the-scenes video of what my evening kind of looks like when I come down and have to record an update. This morning, I recorded um, like some of my thoughts and things I'm learning from the stuff I'm reading in the morning. You know, 8 to 10 minute videos, almost like a little mini vlog. Those could also potentially be uploaded as members-only videos. Just like, hey, this is kind of behind-the-scenes what it looks like when I'm doing this stuff, or, you know, here's what a typical day looks like for me, or here's what I was doing last night, or here's what I'm doing this morning. Little little content like that might also get uploaded and just be members only, because stuff like that, I don't want all over the channel. Like, that's not, that's not the kind of content creator I am. <clears throat> from what I heard from buddies who beat Radon pre-nerf, apparently the summons did way less damage to him, so the player was forced to output a ton of damage, but now the summons essentially carry. Creature says, guys, he has no idea that he's good. Like I tell him he's in the top the top percent of creators and he just laughs. I just don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't know. I, I've, I, it's not even false humility. I think it's because I'm never, as a creative, I'm never satisfied with what I'm making. I could always, it could always be better. It could always be improved. The numbers could always go up. The support could always increase. So I never think of myself I'm not on the table for examination. The content is, right? So I'm not like, I'm really good at this. (laughs) I'm one of the best. You know what I mean? the, The content's on the table for examination. Not me. And so it's like, the content can always get better. We can always be more interactive, funnier. You know, we can always add more things and make it more enjoyable for people. Don't take my no as a bad thing. I enjoy your content. As you can see, I'm here most days. Uh, and if not, I'm uh, drop by the VOD and leave a like. No, yeah, unatoned. Everybody's across a spectrum. That's why I'm always saying, that's why I'm always saying, let's offer like a wide variety of value so then everybody gets something, potentially. Would that be imposter syndrome? Isn't imposter syndrome the belief that you're not as good as you are and people are going to find you out and find that you're not actually talented? I don't think I have imposter syndrome. I think I just don't like to focus on me and my skills and abilities because it leads to ego and pride. I think that's a purple mentality since the barrier of entry to watch you on purple is nothing. YouTube is a different beast between the ads, memberships, and YouTube premium. Right. I have to adapt to the landscape that I'm on. It's time to take the plunge. No one is going to stop their membership because of this. Right. Well, or... 
the the real worry is we would do it and it won't it won't increase members it'll just annoy people that that like to that like to watch <laughs> that's the fear is people be like well I'm I don't want to watch or sub anymore this guy's doing members only stuff you know and then we don't get any new members like that's the fear I wouldn't go so far as use the word humble that's a real stretch I mean, I'm obviously working on humility, humility in the discussions and the disagreements, not making it about me, putting my ego down, like not feeling like somebody, if they disagree with me, I might potentially get into a whole project with gothics because she sent me something last night and it's like, it's some website and it directly was like attacking one of these authors that I love and saying that they're woke and stuff. And I felt that rising up in me, that that defensiveness, that pride, that ego, and I had to like push it down and be like, no, it's not a, this isn't about me. It, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me if somebody disagrees with me or if somebody disagrees with an author that I like. So I am working on that. I definitely struggle. See, my issue isn't pride or arrogance. My issue is being a self-absorbed narcissist. Like that's what I struggle with. <laughs> like, my struggle is self-absorption and narcissism. It's not It's not ego and pride, which ego and pride are wrapped up in that, but it's not, like, I'm not like, oh, I'm the best. I'm better than everybody else. Like, I don't get like that. I've never, I've never, that's never been my struggle. <laughs> that's never been my struggle. My struggle has been that I'm the center of everything, which is a different form of ego and pride. <clears throat> if someone can't afford, that's fine, but if they unsub because you want to get paid for your time, that's petty and not the supporters you need. Time isn't free. I have imposter syndrome. Imposter uh, syndrome. Uh, I've been in my field for over a decade, and I still live in fear. It sucks. You got to break that down, man, with like a therapist. It'd be really, really good for you to get underneath of it. You know, you know it. You know what's happening on the surface, but there's something underneath that's driving that. If people get annoyed by you creating a means of support, they have personality issues. The, the way I'm going to try to, like, couch it to everybody is, listen, we're going to do three streams a week in order to support the other 14. Like, we want these other 14 streams to be free. We want everything that we upload, all the other content efforts that we work on, we want all that to be free and accessible. And these three members-only streams, we're hoping every week that that's a good funnel to really bolster and lift those things up, right? Textbook narcissism? Agreed. <laughs> I really I really connect with him on like a spiritual level. I, I get it. Like, I get it. So self-absorbed. So narcissistic. You know, when he when he's when he tells her he's like, I'm a hot mess, you know? He's like, I'm a hot mess. And he just he's got this crazy drive and this and this uh, obsession and He's not considering anybody else and what it's doing to them. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> I know exactly what that's like. <clears throat> Everyone instinctively associates their ideas, their ideas with themselves, and an attack on your idea feels like an attack on you when it's not right. And part of part of humility is not making it about you. Like that's literally part of what humility is. Like, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less often. Like, you're not supposed to be like, I'm crummy, I'm crappy, I suck. That's not humility. 
that's just like an inverted version of pride and self-absorption and self-focus like you're just fishing for compliments you're still making it about you true hum- true humility is not thinking less of yourself like you're a piece of garbage or something it's thinking of yourself less this isn't about me this is just a disagreement about politics this isn't about me this is just a disagreement about this you know religious thing it doesn't affect me it doesn't touch me when you make it about you that's pride that's ego you know like like Marcellus Wallace tells Bruce Willis's character he's like that's pride <laughs> you're gonna feel a sting that's pride you know are you making far less money now than on purple you don't even want to know the answer to that question <laughs> we're like 30 to 40 percent of what I was over there man it would what they did to us was was diabolically destructive we haven't climbed out we were we were climbing out of the pit when we were when we were 100 destiny on youtube we were climbing out of the pit we were at about 80 percent we were at about 80 percent and all of that was going to scale right because we were at 80 percent we had great viewership and people ordering coffee and all of that we were on this great trajectory we had ordered the coffee we had pulled the trigger on the coffee and then i got banned from destiny and the whole thing came crashing down it was like a second it that was basically the second like the second bomb that went off that one in some respects was more damaging than the first because it was like now what the frick are we gonna do right now what are we gonna do it would kind of be like your, your building burns down and you go over to another warehouse and another facility and you're, you're back up and running and things are moving smoothly and then somebody completely destroys your like your your pipeline like you can't get any of your inventory anymore you have to switch from making you know whatever it was you were making before to something completely different How much were you making is say no? I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and give you give you my 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 bank balance, but I've been open about the fact that my purple channel was generating six figures, like just the channel, okay? Not all the other crap, not YouTube, the podcast, not the sponsorships, not the not the shoutcasting contracts. Like it was it was generating six figures. We were at an obscene level. It sucks, right? We were in the top 1% earners on that platform. And the perspective to remember is it took us five years to get there. The perspective to remember remember over here is we're only two years in. When I was only two years in on purple, I wasn't where we are right now, right? So we're ahead of the growth curve that I had over there. Right? We were we're ahead we're ahead of the growth curve that we had over there. So So I'm not discouraged that this conversation is just just a very honest conversation about listen we tried something last September and it worked right it was like holy crap can we do this can we literally move our live show to another channel it worked why because you guys supported it you bought in you got behind me the lurkers, the listeners, the chatters, the people who press like every day, the people who double dip, the people who did a membership, the people who moved their membership, like you bought in, okay? It's been six months, so it was time to be like, okay, we, we, we've got to give people a reason to become a member. We're not doing that. 
We couldn't do that when we first came over. You know? And I think now's the time. Some of that was dependent upon Reforge Radio, right? We didn't know what we were going to do with that other channel. And now that we know what we're doing, they both can have very distinct identities, which means they can both have very distinct value offers. Some people are going to be like, I don't give a crap what your wife thinks about these issues going on in the world. And they don't care to be a member on radio. But buddy, they're going to want to be a part of those weekly question and answer sessions with me about off-topic gaming stuff or like the membership, you know, Q&A that we're going to do or uh, a monthly game night or weekly streams with my wife where we play games and drink and laugh, right? So they're going to have very distinct like like value offers. We couldn't do that before because the channels were so like in disarray. We didn't know what the freak we were doing. We didn't know what we were doing. The theme of last year of 2021 was like reactive. The theme of this year is I want to be proactive, right? I'm being, I'm being proactive in my personal life and my spiritual life and my relationships. And then I looked at my business and I'm like, buddy, we are not being proactive. We are, we are, we are phoning it in and it's hurting us. It well, not really like we're not in, we're not in like a, a crisis. It was just, okay, let's assess some things. This isn't working. What do we got to do about that? From January to now, we're just losing members. Probably because we're literally not doing anything for members. We saw the biggest jump in members when we gave people an incentive. Do you remember what the incentive was? It was Friday Night Halo Customs and me and Hilly Shoutcasting. That was our biggest boost in membership and it hasn't happened since. So, it stands to reason that if we're consistently giving a regular rhythmic weekly value offer then it will create members like that's it's pretty simple you know every thursday there's going to be a members only stream where you can submit off-topic questions hot takes and opinions and i'll answer them right every friday night there'll be a madam stream where you can watch my wife and i play a game and we'll be having some drinks and some laughs every friday afternoon on radio you can submit questions all week long when we're talking about all these serious heavy issues on reforge radio And then my wife will answer those questions on a Friday. You can get her POV on all this stuff we're talking about, right? That stuff's going to be happening like every week. Do you still smoke or have you quit? I was never a smoker. I was never a smoker. I went to events and I was a partaker, but I was never, I never bought it, owned it, had it on my person. I would go and partake. And no, I don't do it anymore. Not after what happened. I could afford a sub to everyone I watch. There's just a lot of free content out there. So when you're on a topic I can get uh, engaged with, uh, I can't get engaged with. I just move on to someone else. That's <laughs> nice name, by the way, Skeletor. Wearing a He-Man shirt today. No, no, no. That's perfectly understandable. One of the reasons we do variety content is for that particular reason. There's people that will be here every time I talk from software or play Elden Ring. There are people that will never come here when we're talking about that. There are people that will be here every day I talk Halo, every time I talk this, every time I talk that. And so what you do is you create this, it's almost like a rainbow of support. It's like, well, on this day, you know, yellow, orange, and green shows up. Like that spectrum of the audience shows up. And on this day, the purple, red, and orange shows up. Like you're creating this wide spectrum of people and and, and preferences, right? Just ordered light roast. Can't wait. I have terrible acid issues, but love coffee. Love the content. Keep crushing it. I had a former mod gamer plays, and he couldn't drink coffee because of his stomach issues, and he could drink mine. So, 
Thank you. I just got the order. Here it is. A bag of light roast. Thank you very, very much, gamer. Prior, were you exclusive to one game? I only encountered you via Elden Ring. I can see it being tough to carry people across games. Yes, we were one game for a really long time. We've been variety coverage here since we moved over here in September. January and December, we were doing two talk shows a day. We weren't even really doing gameplay in those months, and and we had great response to that. Rainbow Connection, that's right. A rainbow, huh? Yeah. It worked because it's good. I don't think I've seen a more diverse thought group on serious matters that sticks together. The use of gaming to bridge us with your moderation is unique. Yes. My hope, Brutal, for Reforge Radio is that we always have both sides showing up. I don't want anybody to ever think... That's why I got really irritated at that guy the other day who said it was a conservative like stream and chat. I was like, what the frick are you talking about? I don't even identify as that. Um... I want both parties showing up every time. Both sides of the aisle, both sides of the perspective, whatever phrase you want to use, right? I want I want spectrum from left to right showing up. Left, right, and in the middle. I want everybody to be like, man, we can show up here and really hash this stuff out. It's really enjoyable. I never want anybody to be like, well, that channel appeals to these people, or that guy always thinks this. I, that, then I've failed to do what I want to do on Reforge Radio. If anybody concludes that. Now, people can conclude that unfairly, but I don't want us to ever get in a rut over there about that. So we've had three coffee orders today. Can we get a fourth to even it out so I don't waste any label? (laughs) Uh, That's the best upsell, right? We have an odd number of coffee orders. Can somebody even it out? Wasn't that Teddy? Where'd he go? No, Teddy's just been busy. <clears throat> Teddy floats in every once in a while. It was Milky. I don't know where he went or what, what. I don't know what happened. I don't. He just stopped showing up one day and left the Discord. I don't know what happened. I, we didn't have a falling out or anything. It was, it was, I don't know. I don't know what the cause was. I don't know what the reason was. I, we, you know, we made that big shift and we went to Variety. And as soon as I wasn't covering Destiny every day, we lost, We had mods just literally disappear. They just disappeared in the thin air. You thought you are conservative? No, no, I'm not saying that. He disappeared a while ago, before we were doing Reforge Radio. He wasn't the only one. When we stopped covering Destiny, 75% of the mods just stopped showing up. They just stopped coming to the channel. You know what I'm saying? What was I supposed to do? They didn't, they like their, their thing that they loved to do was gone. They loved to show up every day and talk destiny. And that was gone. I don't, I don't take it personal at all. Like we suddenly stopped covering something that we had covered for five years. So some still lurk. Yo, Finn's an old, yeah, you're OG though, Finn. You're OG. You weren't like an active mod when we came over to YouTube. I had like active mods that were like, here every day, modding up the chat, keeping things smooth and cool. I got banned from Destiny, and a week later, I never saw them. Like, they just were gone. And I didn't take it personal. You know? If they took things personal, or decided to leave for personal issues, like, <laughs> excuse me why I give zero fricks. <laughs> there were people that took certain things personal. I was like, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I got shot with a bazooka and I'm I'm stitching my body back together and you're complaining about a paper cut. <laughs> Forgive me for not caring. <laughs> <laughs> 
there were people that were like just didn't have the sense that the Lord gave a goose just zero self-awareness like made it about them it was like you freaking kidding me bro <laughs> I got shot with a bazooka they have my arms over there my legs over there we're tr- we can't even walk I'm crawling to my body parts and putting Humpty Dumpty back together again you're like this is fr- I got a paper cut <laughs> this this destruction of your livelihood channel and way of, you know, supporting your family has really been inconvenient for me. I just don't really like what this did to me. <laughs> Excuse the frick out of me for not caring. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time, but I got to laugh at it now. No, 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 no. We can't make Hilly a mod. <laughs> Certain people can't be mods because then they couldn't be themselves. They couldn't be like funny and jovial and and or or persnickety and 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 sharp. <laughs> oh, I'm sure some of them got their fifis hurt. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you have any idea how devastating it is to my life? You don't talk about drags. I can't believe your nerve. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> uh. Make Eugene a mod? No. No. It wouldn't it wouldn't work. Like Eugene couldn't be Eugene if he was a mod. He needs to be able to like he needs to be able to sn- be snarky and snippy and he needs to be able to be him. He wouldn't be able to he w- no, it wouldn't work. Like, guys like Eugene and Zubair can't be mods because you would lose their personality and their contribution to the, to the, to the group dynamic because they'd have to dial all that back and it wouldn't, you would, it wouldn't be enjoyable for them. Looks like I showed up at a good time. What's good, Robert? I'm glad we don't get people who bring up, why don't you go back to that anymore? Yeah, like, it finally stopped. Yeah, it finally stopped, ADJC. It's been really nice. <laughs> Maybe that's what the members only stream should be. <laughs> that's petty and I won't do it, but like just tea spilling. <laughs> I literally saw another 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 Destiny content creator like get attacked and canceled and like, you know, had to apologize. I was like, "Man, oh man, you guys are running out of people to cancel." <laughs> You are running out of people to cancel. But I don't want to be... That's petty. I don't want to create content that's like, pay money to hear me spill tea. You know? Now, I'm sure if people see something like that happen and they want my opinion on it, I'd be happy to talk about that in a members-only stream. But I'm not doing that on a publicly viewed video that, like, you know, is is on the channel and searchable and... No. Uh-uh. What's up with that community? Ah, they're sick, man. Sick and twisted and bent. It all comes from the top. It all comes from the top, man. Toxic company creates a toxic community. Who would have thought? They kind of deserved it, though. Underpaying workers is very scummy. There's two sides to the blade, Ronaldo. Is there not? There's two sides to the blade. You learn the truth about him, and then look at what people do. They're like, here we go! <laughs> Let's completely overreact and overstate the problem. <laughs> it it exposes both, right? It's like, well, yeah. You were so quick to trash me, weren't you? Look at you. Look at you go. 
right? And then look at the community. <laughs> They're like, here we go, blood in the water. You know, let's completely destroy somebody over something pretty minor. <laughs> uh, I just love every domino that falls. Every time it happens, I'm like, huh, hmm. <laughs> Weren't you like the little, like the Dana Car, was it Dana Carvey church lady? Wasn't that special? Weren't you so self-righteous back in 2020? And now we see who you are. (laughs) Every time, every time the hammer falls on one of them, I just chuckle. I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. Who would have thought that really quick to judge self-righteous people were actually not good people? That's it's crazy. It's crazy how consistent that is, right? Right? First century Rome, you had religious leaders that were like that, right? Just totally self-righteous and judgmental and horrible <laughs> on the inside. And here we sit 2,000 years later. And that's still basically how humanity shakes out. It's like, wow. <laughs> What's so consistent? <laughs> no, I know what you mean, Eugene. I know what you mean. The Twitter, the Twitter content creator community. Just nasty. Nasty. <laughs> uh, it's never been the same after what happened to you open people's eyes yeah they're all on guard right <laughs> it's like I'm not going down for this that uh, office you know scene where they're all like pointing guns at each other the standoff <laughs> can't let anybody find out what you've really been doing or what you've done better step down don't want your conference or charity dollars to dry up. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Madam. My wife came crashing in the room. It's like the Kool Aid man. Because of how big you are, you're like you're like 50 pounds lighter than me. I would never make that joke. You're teeny tiny. Look at you in your little workout outfit, all cute. I could pick you up and throw you. Have a good time. <laughs> oh golly, stop it! <laughs> she came crashing in the room. <laughs> what if I don't like them? <laughs> That's what you really got to pay money for. Yeah. The members only streams where Madam will tell you what she really thinks. <laughs> <laughs> about those <laughs> I got using the term women's lo- like like got to be careful using that term right what would be the what would be a better term well, it's, it's hard to know anymore because oh gosh sh- 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 we're not on a members only stream that's enough oh golly <laughs> we got to I got to take a break and when we come back we're going to be playing some Elden Ring new game plus this is this is why hey this is why you should become a member because we're gonna start doing. Me- <laughs> huh? How much more of my body can you can get pretty far before any of that gets on stream. You can get pretty far. Okay, I'm fall into fall stream. <laughs> Out pop something. Okay. <laughs> Can't help it anymore. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to hit some ads. 
Uh, again, keep in mind, tonight, I'll be doing a stream with my wife, members only, we're playing some Star Wars, we're also going to be over on Reforge Radio this afternoon, taking your questions about all the topics we covered this week, those are both members only streams, okay, so if you're considering doing the five bucks a month, supports the channel, and gets you access to some pretty fun content that I'll be doing with my wife, okay, stick around, we're in New Game Plus and Elden Ring, it's going to be fun, we're going to be going bosses and smashing them and just trying to have some, some good times, and then we'll be going over to Reforge Radio after the Fact, okay, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Stop it. Did you bump into the light? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm hitting the floor. Uh, okay. I'm back. Members only cheer stream? Yeah. Okay. Let me make sure we're set up for redirect. Okay. 
Welcome back. Thank you. Somebody emailed me about some trouble ordering coffee. I've passed that on to Creature to see if we can't rectify it. Um, that's that's I don't I don't touch that side of the business for good reason. <laughs> I'm a dum dum, so <laughs> we we don't let we don't let me <laughs> we don't let that 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 side of the business be touched by uh, me. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. Uh, 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 oh, oh. Creature says it's user error. Okay. Alright. Let me send out a tweet and an alert in the Discord before we go live in the new stream. Okay. Do 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 do. Seven hundred thirty-two votes. That's pretty good. Usually, you can tell how well a stream went if we get good votes, good vote, and good chat activity. We had a pretty good morning. YouTube did some more changes, so just keep making sure to do that. Uh. Just keep making sure to do that. That Check the channel every day just in case YouTube's not showing you my stuff because we have been having that happen. Hairy man wearing a child's cape. <laughs> That's right. Can you give me a quick breakdown, Creature, as to why we don't allow guest purchase? Because I'll be honest, I've gone to plenty of websites and have chosen that option. I, I'm one of those people that prefer that. Why don't we uh, we allow for that? I think I know the answer, but... Alright, I am going to pin the link of where we're going in the chat. You can click that just in case the uh, the redirect doesn't work. It should bring you with us. Okay. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continuing our Elden Ring gameplay. Finally in New Game Plus. We might do some stuff with Twin Blades today. We're crushing the bosses. Obviously, New Game Plus is a bit of a victory lap. Uh, If you like my content and my streams, we should have a forthcoming stream where I am going to take some some criticism to the endgame design and some of the boss design. We discovered, or didn't discover, I'm sorry, we discussed the Radon nerf this morning. We kind of broke that down and talked about the various aspects of it uh we wanted to kind of give people an opportunity to weigh in on it happening as well as other boss designs let me bring everybody over from the redirect of people that are still in that stream